No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. I don't know. Look, there's a lot happening, so why not just put it out and then... Everybody will know about it. You know? Yeah. Can't hurt, right? I mean... good, but not that bad. Oh, it just started raining. Look, I mean, it's like really raining. Ten seconds ago, it wasn't doing that. Now it's really doing that. Okay, so, hey now. (laughs) Welcome back, No Simple Road family, to episode something, point five. 
So we're we're still going to release tomorrow's episode, which is going to be Dark Star Orchestra trip report and recap. This is just a little something for you guys because we love you, and yeah, we had an interview scheduled for right now, and they're not hanging out with us for some reason. That their our wires got crossed or somewhere. So Apple Life and I happens. Yeah. So Apple and I are sitting here on the porch with all the stuff ready, and you know, we figured why not? Plus, we got something very important to put out there. Okay, so here's the backstory. Uh, back when Chris Robinson Brotherhood released, geez, which phosphorescent harvest? Uh, I got turned on to it through Relics Magazine. And I think I brought it to you and was like, you need to listen to this. Yeah. It sounds like old Grateful Dead, but Chris Robinson and it's badass. And anyway, and then not long after that, they um, they came to the Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas and played two nights. And Mel and I went to that show. And that that's the I went f- to one. You guys yeah, went to both. Yeah, that's the first time ever that Melanie was like, I want to go again the second night. We had such a blast at those shows, and that band is just fucking amazing. Say what you will about Chris and whatever, but those guys got sold. Neil Casal and and Tony Leone and all of them, they're they're doing something special, man. And so they've been a part of the Chapladay life, you know, since they got going, and they're an integral part of, you know, what we listen to and... We just, we love it. And we love that family. They have such heart and just keeping the scene going and doing their own thing and being beautiful people. So through the podcast, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, this individual named Chuck reached out to us and, you know, told me that he felt led that he was supposed to talk to me and that him and I had some, something to share with each other and he didn't know what it was, but he was being obedient to that little small voice in his head and he was going to reach out to me and Chuck's the mind behind uh, Raven's Reels Almanac. And so for those of you that don't know what that is, so Raven's Reels, like if you think of Dead Base, you know, Dead Base chronicled everything that the Grateful Dead ever did. And that was their thing. Well, Chris Robinson Brotherhood has Raven's Reels Almanac. Um, just like the Grateful Dead had Betty Boards, uh, CRB has Raven's Reels. And Chuck does the Raven's Reels Almanac. He catalogs every song that's played. He writes synopsises for every show. He handles a lot of their social media stuff. Um, just a really rad guy. So we connected with Chuck I don't know. How long ago, Apple? That, it's been months. I don't... It, like you said, everything's been so crazy lately. <laughs> it's been months. Yeah. That we, anyway, we connected with him a couple of months ago, and we FaceTimed with him and Claire, his girl, and the day before all that happened, Chuck and I talked while I was at work, and him and I ended up talking for like almost two hours on the phone, and... This guy, I mean, it just struck me that this guy, you could feel his energy through the phone. 
you you were I remember that day you were like hyper as hell and me and Mel like were busy you had no I remember you like I had no one to talk to to tell about this conversation I had with this guy and then that night didn't we FaceTime him yeah yeah now you were like you just need to meet this cat it's yeah it was special man it a really really awesome guy and like I said you could feel the vibe from him through the phone you could feel his love and his passion and his just everything coming through and Claire too and really magical people and yeah inspired me to just do more and and do better and I don't know it's just really cool but Chuck had a, a has had a hard road, man. He's had some health issues in the past and I'm not going to get into the specifics of it, but let's just say that our brother has been fighting for his life literally for years now and was recently on the mend and came out to California to get more involved with the CRB and do more and was, was touring with them and doing all this stuff and We actually were helping them get their podcast up and running, Psychedelic Smoke Signals and all that. And then yesterday on Instagram, I'm I'm in the kitchen and Apple's like, or wait, we were out here on the porch. Yeah, you'd come home and I asked you if you knew what was going on with Chuck. Yeah, and I hadn't seen. And uh, so Chuck is having some health issues, guys, and needs our love and our support and our help. Um I'm going to, geez, how am I going to do this? I'm going to post a link to Chuck's uh, GoFundMe on our website for this episode. It'll be in the Dark Star episode show notes. Um, yeah. And we just, we really need to help this guy out, man. Not not like he's got his hand out and or anything like that. They, we just want to help lift the weight and carry the weight with him. We're family. And that's what this is all about is community and, you know, people helping other people and coming together in times of need and in times of celebration. And this is one of those in times of need things. Um, you know, they are not wealthy people like most of us. You know, they get by and that's it. And I'm sure that his medical bills are through the fucking roof. And, you know if we can come together as a family and reach out and help them uh it's a it's a good thing so yeah i'm every getting emotional it helps yeah every little bit helps we reached out immediately and just so you know every little bit helps dollar yeah. five you know whatever yeah i mean it's, if you think that your contribution is insignificant it's not i mean five dollars could help cover the cost of a prescription or something like that so yeah and if you don't have it just the 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 prayers and thoughts and you know put that power out there so you know what i'm thinking too i don't think we're going to put this out as a separate episode i think i'll just tag this on in front of the dark star episode so it all goes out at the same time and the family can hear this and it'll be relevant and not two weeks from now and all that so yeah guys i don't mean to be a drag or a bummer or Whatever at the beginning of the show, excuse me, I have to clear my throat. This is when we, this is when we reach out to the family. Yeah, things like the the good and the bad. Yeah, it, it's not always going to shows. <laughs> I wish it was, but it ain't, and that's the reality that we live in. So, guys, I mean, honestly, we made it snow here in Portland as a family in late February, 
And everybody around here is saying how weird it is that it's snowing right now. So if collectively we can make it snow here, we can send love and light and freak family vibrations to Chuck and Claire and get him through this time and give him strength and support and some monetary assistance. And it's a beautiful thing, you guys. Come this on. This is a cat that everybody wants to meet. And it's everybody a, needs to know. This guy is so full of life, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to post a link to Chuck's GoFundMe at nosimpleroad.com under the most recent episode. It'll be up today. And that's where you can go to help Chuck out. Send him some love on... Uh, Instagram and Facebook, you can hashtag him, uh, hashtag Ravens Reels Almanac. And yeah, that's it, guys. I just wanted to get that out there and tell you that No Simple Road loves you, Chuck and Claire. And we're here for you guys if you need us. And we're going to gather the troops and the family and the tribe. And we're going to beat the drums and bang the gong and send you love and light. So that's what we're doing. We love you guys. Love you. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. What does that mean? Osiris is a community of great music and culture podcasts. If you like this one, go check out others at osirispod.com and get in the loop. Osiris is partnered with Relics Magazine at relics.com. Hey now, No Simple Road family. How's everybody doing out there? We're back. And yeah, so it's been a kind of a crazy, busy show week, man. Like, I don't know. What do you think, Apple? I don't even know right now. It's crazy. It has been crazy. It's been fun. It's been fun. Awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's how it's been. Wow, wow, we're so we're kind of speechless. I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. Check me out. Yeah, so yeah, check out our masterpiece. So this week is the recap of um, all of us going to see Dark Star Orchestra at the Roseland Theater here. Oh, there's Darwin doing his contribution. Hang on, Justin's hey. favorite. There you go, Justin. <clears throat> anyway, this is a recap of our trip to go see Dark Star Orchestra at the Roseland. So this was really a special night for us because there was, what, 12 of us for this show? Yeah, yeah. me, you, Melanie, uh, Ryder, Alex, Blaze, Alex, Kyle, Lindsay, Ian, Ian um, one more, Zach. Yeah, it was quite the crew. At this show. And it was several of those individuals first time seeing anything Grateful Dead related. And it, it was just really cool to see. It was really, really uh, special to see Ryder. Like, because Ryder and Blaze are kind of the same age in their 20s. And, you know, I turned Ryder onto the dead and all that. But he got to share his experience with, with, with somebody plays. his own age. Yeah. And to see them like Ryder watching out for him and taking care of him. There was one point during the show and blaze was super high and we were up in the balcony and, uh, blaze was kind of dancing, kind of swaying, not really steady on his feet. And the, the railing 
that he was standing in front of like is like mid thigh high railing and it just goes down right to the floor from there and i'm dancing with my eyes closed and blaze is kind of in front of me Ryder standing next to blaze dancing and the brother that's standing next to me i don't know the dude but he taps me on the shoulder he goes hey man is is that kid with you and i said yeah he goes you better keep an eye on him. He looks like he might go over the rail. And I open up my eyes and Blaze looks like he's about to just like, you know, when you cut the strings on a marionette, like he looked like he was just about to do that and go down onto the floor. And Apple was like, yeah, if he would have fallen, he would have just probably done a flip and landed on his feet. He was so <laughs> so high. <laughs> and it wasn't that far down. To, and it was a groovy crowd dancing down there. They probably would have yeah, right. But, so we were on like stage left and in the corner of the floor in the back by the balcony was like this group of family that were just it looked like an ocean down there of energy these people were spinning and grooving like the whole floor was dancing but this particular corner was they started from the very not it wasn't even to the first note when they started dancing it was like the band came out and right as the note started that they were just dancing the entire time spinning it was so cool to see it was like like those dancers you see at the old dead shows and, and, and the new dead show. And I'll tell you what, man, I've seen dark star orchestra a few times now. And that was by far their best performance I've ever seen. Like they fucking kicked ass that night, that drums in space that they did. I mean, I know that this is the thing with drums in space, but like I sat down in my seat and I kind of had my head on Mel's shoulder. And at one point the music ceased just even being music. It was just like transmission of feeling around the room. And it was just changing and morphing with how I was feeling and the feeling of the people around me. And then slowly but surely it kind of coalesced back into musicalishness. Is that a word? Musicalishness? Yeah. Sure. Musicalishness. now. Yep. And so it became that and then kind of slowly started gelling together and then kind of began, and then it was a song again. And I mean, I know that's the thing and that's what happens, but I was very keenly aware at that moment that that's what was going on. It was really beautiful. And just the looks on Ian and Lindsay's faces and Blaze's face and just seeing Kyle and Kyle. Yeah. And Zach never been never Kyle had never been to anything dead related or and he he had his mind and he didn't do anything he took so no sacrament came had a had a couple beers and just hung out with us and by the end of the show when he walked out he's like i didn't need a sacrament he's all just being with you guys and being accepted into the family it was he's just mind blown and it's changed what what he's listening to now and Really cool. great kid. Great yeah. to have there. Shout out, Kyle. Super cool. Yeah. I, I told Melanie when we first met Kyle, I looked at him. And I was like, that kid's a deadhead and doesn't know it. Like I could just see it underneath like a like there was a veneer on the outside and then there's a deadhead underneath. And I'm like, we got to get that kid to a show. And sure enough, lo and behold, boom, there it is. He's here. He is part of the family and bucking on the bus. It's really cool. So and the coolest thing is you're going to hear from all these people we're talking about yeah. during this episode. So so that's what you're about to hear is the morning after we're all kind of we came home from the show and everybody passed out for a few hours and then woke up in the morning we made a big old pot of delicious coffee and got blankets and warm clothes and came out out here on the porch and the 
I think there was 11 of us out here. Oh, wait, we're leaving it. That's where, isn't that where we ran into Gina? No, we ran into Gina last, that was last week's episode or two weeks ago episode. Oh. You're, you, keep up, man. Long that was at Phil and Friends. Gina was supposed to come, but she wasn't feeling well. The Dark Star. Anyway, no, yeah. No. Yes, 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 yeah. Gina was at Phil and Friends. Yeah, Gina was at Phil and Friends. Oh, we're, I mean, talk- Amanda. I'm sorry, Amanda and Roxanne. So wow. many people. Amanda wow, and Roxanne. They came back. Oh, yeah. Star. Yeah, a couple other so friends. We, Jesus Christ, man. Wow. Holy smokes. Anyway, I, it's a long, strange trip, guys. We need. It's a good thing we do this show because this is keeping track of everything for us in in the past. So when we get into these kind of arguments with each other about no, dude, it was uh-huh. it, uh, we, we were both right. Yeah, we can go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a lot going on with the show over the past two weeks. Uh, yeah, it's a lot to keep up with. So I'm going to break it down for you guys, and you're going to hear a whole rap in this episode about patreon and all that stuff so i'm going to keep it as brief as possible but here's what's happening so first of all the instagram follow us on instagram if you already haven't at no simple road that's where you can find out about who's coming up in what episode also on facebook too and twitter at no simple road um that's where we announce all our stuff what's coming out and i try and post something at least every day you know about the family or something inspirational or funny or whatever you know what social media is i don't gotta explain it to you guys you probably know better than i do and so yeah that's instagram and then uh youtube yeah, we got the episodes going up on YouTube now. Ryder is hard at work at getting all those converted and up there. And I think he's almost done and he's adding some video content on there. So go on over to YouTube and search No Simple Road and subscribe to the channel. Hit that like and subscribe button, you guys. It's my favorite little saying lately. Um, and then the Amazon link on the website, you can go to the Amazon link down at the bottom of the page in the footer. And if you click through that link and bookmark it, uh, you won't have to go back to our page to use it. And what happens is if you buy stuff on Amazon, they send us a small portion of whatever you spend. And it's a way for you to support the show without having to come out of pocket with money you weren't regularly going to spend. I mean, what's better than supporting No Simple Road with buying toilet paper, you know, or toothpaste. That's cool. Or deodorant. That's cool. Or cat litter. That's cool. Or dog food. That's cool. Basketball. That's cool. Uh, Ice trays. Eh, That's cold. An anvil. That's heavy. A hamster. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so, yeah, that's Amazon. And then Patreon. So we've had some Patreon subscribers hit us up lately and thank you guys from the bottom of our weird little freak family hearts. We really do appreciate thank it. You. Wow. That's what it sounds like. That's what yeah. the freak family. It sounds kind of like Darwin. Thank if he was sick. <laughs> All right. Far out, man. So yeah, that's that. And it's patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And We've had a couple of new Patreon subscribers over the past week. And Julia H., you know who you are. We love you. You're one of the special people out there. And you know what I'm saying. We love you, Julia. And Laura, thanks for your contribution, sister. We love you. We appreciate it. Keep on trucking. And 
what what else patreon oh yeah so you can give as little as like a buck a month that's like a quarter a show because we do four shows a month so you know if no simple road is worth a quarter to you then you know that's a way for you to help us out and look man it's family helping family it's not like you pouring money down the toilet or you know giving it to some stupid corporation unless you're buying toilet paper that we get a portion of the pro then you are kind of flushing it down the toilet oh, oh god okay. dude okay. whatever sorry anyway so you made me forget what i was saying i'm not even stoned yet um toilet paper anvils you're not flushing your money patreon down the there we go not yet not flushing your money down the toilet. and it's just a way for you guys to help us out and it's family helping family and i told you a minute ago that i am going to do a rap in the middle of this episode and you'll hear it and I keep referencing it but the point is we are going to be doing this full time we are working towards that goal and with your guys' help out there we are going to see that goal materialize and that's all I have to say about that Uh, on iTunes Google Play Music Stitcher or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on Hit pause after I'm done saying this. No, don't hit it now because then you won't know what I said. But That's kind of confusing. It is, it is confusing. But what I'm asking you guys to do is go on there and leave a five-star review for the show. And if you're so inclined, leave us an uh, actual word review on there too. It helps other people find out about the show, and it's a way that iTunes ranks us. So when you do that, um, you know, other people can find out about No Simple Road. Okay, so two more things. On our website, if you go to at nosimpleroad.com, if you go to the family tab, right when you click that, there is a newsletter subscription thing. So if you put in your email address and join the family, uh, you'll get our newsletter. And that is, you know, I don't know how regular it's going to be. I promise I won't start blowing up your inbox with bullshit. But it'll be, you know, when we're coming out with new merchandise or what's coming up with the show or sometimes I just feel like writing and I don't have anybody to write to. So I'm going to write to the No Simple Road family. And it's a way for you to stay in contact with the show and find out about what's going on and early release stuff and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's the family at nosimpleroad.com. Join the mailing list. And then we changed the logo since we joined Osiris. Uh, We don't want to have any copyright issues with anybody out there. So we changed our logo and the new logo is fucking badass. Justin, you did an awesome job, man. Um, So we got stickers on the website with that new logo. We got black on white and white on black and they're two bucks. And all that money goes into our PayPal account and it helps pay for the hosting and all the stuff that No Simple Road does. And last but not least, man. (sighs) We finally got our t-shirts made and they're coming this week. So keep an eye out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and we'll let you know when those get here. And we'd love to see you, you know, at, at a show somewhere wearing our shirt and hashtag take a picture of that stuff and hashtag it and throw it up on Instagram so we could see you out there wearing a No Simple Road shirt. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Far out. That was a mouthful. Jesus Christ. My mouth is like all cottony and weird now. You know, when you don't shut up for a while, you, well, yeah, you, you do know. Tea. I want a sip of tea. Okay, hang on. I'm going to take a sip of tea, guys. Super cool, refreshing, iced tea. And it's like 35 degrees out. I got to tell you guys something. So, uh, for the last 10 years, 
Apple has always had iced tea in his fridge and it's not like <laughs> it's not like Lipton iced tea. It's he makes he takes sleepy time tea and he makes iced tea with it. And sometimes some honey, sometimes a little touch of love. But he always has it and he has this special cup that he he keeps it in. And that I've had for yeah, over 10 years. Yeah. And I got, it's the weirdest thing, man. Like I'll go pour I'll take a sip of his tea and I'm like, "Damn, that's good. I'm going to go get myself some." And I go pour myself a glass and it never tastes the same as it does coming out of that cup. I don't fucking <laughs> understand. I, <laughs> I don't understand. Hey, you got it. it for like the dollar store too. It's one of those insulated like cheap cups. It's not it's fucking magical mm-hmm. that that cup. I love it. That's so why it's so good. It's delicious. I don't know why I'm telling them about your iced tea. Uh, because I gave you a sip and we just babble. So, so, I don't so babble. I never babbled about? in my life. I I am a radio professional podcasting is it recording <laughs> did i what anyway dark yeah. star orchestra recap guys so that's all the business of the show and it was quite a night and this is a two-hour extravaganza of <laughs> of psychedelic fun funky fucking stories. freaky weirdness and stories and whew. so at the beginning of this you're gonna hear ian and Lindsay, and they are a couple we met at shoreline and they came come with us and you'll hear blaze and kyle and zach and uh, the whole no, game no not zach you won't hear zach yeah zach had zach left the show at twelve thirty to go to another show oh that's right at a party you're at a party mom's at a party whatever <laughs> mean my mom's nice anyway i know i love your mother so guys that's it with god i'm not even gonna grace you with an answer or a rebuttal to your foul mouthed oh. shirkanery said nothing anyway dark star orchestra recap trip report psychedelic weirdness we love you guys enjoy We sit into the we sit in the music room and we're listening to Animal Collective. I closed my eyes for the first time and it was amazing. Flying through space, but I was flying through these grids. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm flying through. You know that picture of Jerry where he's kind of he's on the cross, but he's no open-handed. There's a picture of Jerry on the cross. There's a picture oh, of Jerry that's on creepy. the cross and he's open-handed like this. Maybe it was Jesus. It could have been. It could have been. <laughs> they look a little similar. Yeah. So I'm flying through these grids, and they're so real. I can feel the wind passing. Yeah, past no, 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 no. You, you know yeah, what I, mean? I get it. So everything was becoming very, very real. You know, all of my emotions, all of the things I was feeling and seeing. So it started to get a little much. And I was starting to, at about that time, I was. Starting to go, I felt like I was stationary, but the world around me was revolving. Oh, shit. And I would disconnect and forget about everything. What her and Lindsay were, or her and Austin were talking about, what I was talking about, and I would disconnect from reality. But in that disconnect, I was having these visions of myself as an old man in this hospital bed. And I was all wrapped up, and I had everything I could ever want. Money, cars, a house, all this stuff, but I wasn't happy. Uh You know, I had everything, and everything I had, people did for me. 
it, the only way I had these items and material things was through the hard work of other people. Oh, shit. So I had these... I'm watching myself go through this, and I'm being able to have some instant hindsight. You know what I mean? And the hindsight was to get anywhere, to be happy, really, to be actually happy. It's it's through hard work. It's through your own hard work. And if everybody has their own idea of happiness, and if it's a material (laughs) happiness or not, that's fine. Because right now... We have to live our lives and get through life. And yeah, we're in this world. Get, we right. happen to be. We happen to be physical bodies. Exactly. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, for, for now. Right. Right. For now. So we have to get through our lives in our own way, you know. And some are different than others, but as long as you do it through hard work, you know, and perseverance. What you know? did, but what does hard work mean? Like hard work. What is be, that? Hard work can be anything from just meditation. If it's a you earned it. Right, yeah. right. You if paid it's, your dues, you earned it. Right. You, and it, it can be right. anything from getting that monster out from behind you, like when you're on an acid trip, turning around and facing that monster. Or it's, uh, if you, shit, Lindsay and I, we're looking to buy property, you know, and we want we want to buy our, a shitty house and kind of re, rehab. fix it up. Yeah. Rehab it. Exactly, you know, and. Shoot, you know, you might have another dream and you might have another dream. So, but, and all of those goals have a different path, you know. Okay. But it's through hard work that <laughs> you perseverance. can. Yeah, yeah. You can sit down you at the end of the day. Feeling of self-fulfillment. Right, right. And even while you're in the midst of all the shit, whether you're in debt, whether you're going through a divorce or a bad breakup or whatever. It's through the hard work that you can still sit in the middle of that and be like, okay, I'm still okay. I'm still trucking, you know? Keep on trucking, you know? So Through, you know, and that was... (laughs) So I'd have these visions. Wow, nice way to bring it back. It would be... I was out doing hard work. (laughs) It would be intermittent, you know? And as the world would come back, I would connect with it for a second. And I'd be like, oh... I gotta hurry. I just had this vision. And then I I try to explain it. And all of a sudden, I'd lose my memory again. And I'd be disconnected from the world. And I'd start to have the vision again. But it would be this story progressing. Every time I would disconnect, it would be progressing a little further and a little further. And it was... It was intense. It was intense. Uh... I couldn't stop it, you know, and it was worry. It was worrying me. What? Because you couldn't control it. I couldn't control it, but I was. You know what I mean? It well, was, yeah. I mean, it was you doing it, but the the thing of it is, is like I think when we start feeling that fear, right? That's us trying to control it, right? And not right. just being okay with giving into the experience and letting exactly. go, yeah. exactly. exactly. And that's for me. Drugs are a a funny thing in my mind. Uh, When I was younger, I adored the hippie generation for everything that it was worth. Uh, Ideals, drugs, um, parties. uh, Music. Music. Oh, of course, the music. (laughs) But as I grew older and I had my my first bad drug experience. What was your first... Well, and it, when I say bad drug, my first bad drug experience was my first bad mushroom trip. So what happened? Oh, uh, let's hear it, man. Boy. Uh. So it was so Lindsay and I, we 
in high school, we would eat eights of mushrooms Every all the time. Week. Every week. I mean, at least three, four all times weekend a week. long, we would just like, fry. Right, three, four times a week for... And, you guys, uh, and you, got, you guys are like 26 years old, right? We're 26 okay. now, yeah. Right. So... <laughs> We we did that for six or seven months and it was rad. You know, it was fucking great. I can't remember a thing, no, but it was fucking no. awesome. I know that. We had a really yeah. good time, right. man. And then we went on this break. I think I don't know. We graduated. I moved up to Seattle. I think. Yeah, and then, I started going to beauty school. Right. You know, life continued. So one day we were just like, shit. Let's get some mushies. It's been a long time. Yeah. So we got these mushies from our regular guy. And uh, we ate our eighth, just like Thank usual. you to the regular guy, whoever he is. Whoever anyway. he is, yeah, yeah. And uh, fuck, it was great. I mean, the first four hours, it was the best trip that I had had. You know, it was coming up really hard. Um, but we were, we were at our friend's house, yeah, and he yeah. lives on the west side of Tacoma. So his house, you know, uh, his house backs up to, like, a cliffside. It just all kind of... Tears great. down to the water, so it's just forest and grass and stuff. So there's a trail back there, and we were able to hop the fence and go down this trail. And if you go down, I don't know, a few hundred yards, yeah. and you hop another fence, there's this really nice house where the people ended up building. It's like a mini castle with a moat around it what? for their kids. It looks like a rook. It's yeah, a, it, oh yeah, shit, it's, square. it's, a, it's like a six by six by what fifteen foot tall probably. rook. Probably it's got two yeah. stories. So you yeah, crawl two up a ladder. Stories. It's got a moat and a bridge connecting one side to the other. It's super cool. It's we used to surreal. go there. Yeah, it's surreal. <laughs> yeah, right. So and it was yeah, like she said, we used to go there all the time. It was great. Yeah, so, but we were sitting in there, uh, and gosh, I don't know if it was what we were listening to or it was just starting to hit weird. Right. But right. I had laid back on the floor and I had my eyes closed and my hands behind my head and I for for a minute I was laying there and I could hear the sound of like a, a heart monitor the boop boop and I really thought that I was in the hospital oh, but shit. my mind was still stuck in that castle I don't know even talking about it still freaks me out <laughs> what but I was like, oh, guys, so we wait, you get guys, out of here. you guys were having a bad time together at the same time. Yeah. Indepe independent of each other. Exactly. And you know what's even crazier? So we got, I think it happened simultaneously. We both saw the rook. And it was just woof, this uh -huh. wash of like so something whoa. bad there. There's right. that's bad right. juju in and that you know, place. We didn't we didn't speak oh. a word of it. We didn't speak a word of our own feelings. So it was we were experiencing this bad feeling all by ourselves. Right. You know, later. Exactly. Well, and thinking that you're by yourself, feeling like shit. You don't Correct. want to bring everybody else. Yeah. Down. Right. Right. I'm exactly. just tripping. Uh -huh. I'm just tripping on nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So we're sitting in the rook, and I remember. So you said last night you were in the fetal position in your car, yeah, and you were somebody was telling you don't go don't, don't go, go to the light. The light. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting in the rook. I got my back against the wall and I close my eyes because it's starting to get too much. And it was an overcast, really overcast day. Mm -hmm. And as I close, when I close my eyes, this this light comes. You know, kind of like this, like the clouds are breaking. You know, mm -hmm. and the sun shining. And I was like, oh, that's nice. All right, cool. Well, the light started to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And it was a little strange because I was like, okay, it shouldn't be getting that bright, but it's weird. Well, as it started to kind of get to an apex, you know, a really bright brightness, uh, I could feel, it sounds funny, but, you know, I could feel my spirit 
coming out of me. Oh, and fuck. I was I was on my way out. I was getting pulled away by this light. And I was letting it for the Oh yeah, because it while. feels natural. It right. feels good. It does. Yeah. It felt natural. And it feels like there's gonna be some culmination, like something final exactly. will happen. So you you're waiting for the the other shoe to drop. But you know it was natural and you know in a way, but it was so terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was crazy awful. So I knew that I had to open my eyes to get out of the light, you know what I mean? So, and it was a struggle to open my eyes, but once I did, it was, you know, back into an overcast day. Lindsay, I could see on her face that she was just not having fun. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, where are we? This has never happened before. Exactly. The mushrooms are turning on me, man. (laughs) Yes. So we get up and she, she hops down the ladder. Poof, she's on the first floor and just, boom, starts taking off running and is sprinting down this walkway. Had to get away. Uh, yeah. Had to get away. And we. Uh, and you guys still have, n- neither of you have said, hey, this, I'm having a bad time. This is a, her running away was the, the confirmation. first inkling. Yeah, just because I could see it on her face that it wasn't normal, you know? Yeah. But once I saw her, well. Yeah. <laughs> Once I saw her run, it was like, oh shit, we oh, really are where I, I think we are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, this is a bad road. place, right. man. The so, book is a bad thing. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. So we get back to the house, and she makes it to the house, and I'm with our friend about 50 yards back, and he said, oh, home. Or said something about the first place. The first place you started is the great place to end at. You know, after you've done your yeah, full circle, circle, you know, back so come back. Okay. Oh, so it was so nice to start. Exactly. It was ground, <laughs> solid ground. So we go into his room, and I'm laying on his floor, and for about two or it felt like two or three hours. I'm laying on his floor, and you know when speakers reverberate when they're getting a lot of frequency put oh, yeah. through them? Yeah. The walls, ceiling, floor, everything was doing that yeah. intensely. I, and then everything but the like TV. reality. The matrix of reality exactly. is falling apart. Exactly. Yeah, right. I've been there. So, Shoot. Well, I was laying in bed. I had I, I covered myself yeah. with covers, and I yeah. had the TV And there's on nowhere you can go. Right. No. No. Well, in the TV... I thought it would calm me down. Terrible. Like, oh, bad idea. Terrible. Don't ever like, put on the TV. That's, yes. Yeah. Thinking, oh, my gosh. Am I really hearing that? You could see the You could see behind the fucking veneer. Exactly. When we came home last night, I the TV was on. I was like, oh, this is cool. Figure skate. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we're laying on the floor, and I'm I'm experiencing every... Bad emotion, anger, sadness, everything in between times and ate the mushrooms <laughs> on a bad level, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. And I'm to the point where I was understanding, not necessarily contemplating, but understanding how people back in the day ended up blowing their brains out or something, you know, ended up ending it because yeah. they just couldn't take it. I Look, was, this is, yeah, this I is was, too much. Right. I've seen too much. I'm not going to ever forget this. Exactly. Like, this okay, isn't going to end. Yeah. 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 This isn't going to end. That's, exactly. I think that's a trap because that's what I was just talking about. Like you right. being okay with the fear and letting right. go into it and knowing, okay, whatever happens, 
There's and an end to this. That is the fear taking over. Is yeah. And you know, it was almost simultaneously. I was having that understanding. I had this nanosecond vision of this woman, and I I had never seen her before. I can't I can't express that enough. And I felt love for her. And it was the first time, you know, I, this is Lindsay and I, we're, this is the first long-term relationship I've ever had two, three years, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I never experienced real love until yet. I, and we weren't now, together at the time that we had right, done this. Right. Yeah. So when I saw this vision of this woman and felt the love that she had for me, I, and it was my love for her was right back. Right. And it saved me. You know what I mean? Whoa. It was... And you know what? In that second, I realized that that was the, the power that was going to save the world. So do you think love. maybe that's like... That woman is like Gaia? I have... I don't want to say because I, I'm too... <sighs> I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What she the that word shall not is. be named. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. She that shall not be named. Yeah, right. I'm putting you in a box. Oh, gosh, it was so heavy. So, so you know, I went from all this bad emotion for hours to instant, instant, in a blink of an eye, feeling the exact opposite. Just a revelation. And, <laughs> yes. So, and I instantly burst into tears. Right, tears of joy. And I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, oh, guys. I, I gotta go. I just gotta go. So I threw my shit in my backpack and I run out the door and I start I start to run down Pearl Street. Yeah, a main road a main, in Tacoma. Well, it's a main it, road it goes in, right in down Tacoma. To the point of right, a main road. So I get to Pearl Street and I'm out in the open. Cars are everybody's living. You know, Doing, everybody's, everybody's in their yes, day. Yes, right. And it's and and I'm out of my mind. Yes, yeah. out of my mind. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like this is. I have to tell people about this. Oh, no. So, I, I, you know, with the 21st century, we got fucking cell phones now, right? So I call everybody in my phone book. I call her, and she's still under the covers, so our friend answers. And I was like, hey, I know Lindsay's in this place, but tell her. Tell her find this lady. We're in this. We are in this together. You know, we went in this together. We're coming out of this together, and... Forevermore, will we will we do that? We'll be always going into shit together and coming right back out. So you saw the beginning of this. It it was. I had already always known that this was going to happen. I was just. What do you mean? How how did? I um. I mean that's you could. Yeah, I always knew this was going. What are you talking about? There's. I have a, a. Um. A funny view on religion, you know what I mean? I believe in Jesus, you know what I mean? And okay. I, um, He's allowed here. You know, okay, cool. Okay, That's everybody's cool. allowed yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, uh, if Jesus cool. walked up, we would yeah. never turn him away. We'd be like, come, no, have a, just, I'd give him no, the best thing in the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I believe. Exactly, you know? And you know, it's the teaching, it's it's the person that I believe in, you know what I mean? It's um, The idea. The idea, exactly. Right. And yeah. Because there are two... There are two ways to look at Jesus or Christianity. You know what I mean? You can look at the person or you can look at... The religion. The religion that's been built around his teachings. And it's exactly. a li- and I don't yeah. want to talk... You know, we're on radio and mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything bad. And But it's been exactly like you said, a little distorted. A little. So... 
I also believe in the. I be- believe though that that every de- deity, whatever you may be, Buddha, Allah, I think that they were all from the same person, and they've been yeah. put here to deliver a message that's, to each that's type That's Hinduism. Of person, You're explaining you know? Hinduism right and now, basically. It's, um, like music. It's, different music there's to different, different demographics. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, it's like Maybe different God. rhythms, right? Exactly. Like sometimes people right. like a two beat, sometimes people right. like a five beat. Like so, exactly. So I have trust in. I don't necessarily. When I pray, I do pray to saints and I do pray to Jesus and stuff like that, but I do pray to the universe because. I think that's where they came from. Well, you know, I don't think there's a separation between those things. I think those right, those right. images are archetypes, right, for manifestations of power. And that's right? and that's where I try. Yeah. It's hard because I didn't grow up in a religious family, and this this feeling, honestly, this spiritual feeling, has come from all the mushrooms. You know, I don't want to put it solely on mushrooms because I do believe everybody is born with a third eye. Yeah. But I think it helps. Religious experiences pretty much. Right. They don't say religion, but that's what it kind of, it's like, wow, you had an awakening. Because there's religion and then there's spirituality. And to say that... Are they really separate? Yeah. They are. They are. Religion is dogma and rules and constriction and restriction and mechanism for control. If you say religion, Religion or spirituality, you always almost think vice versa. I don't. I, I mean, I guess that could be a a way to it's think. A, it's always an association. But yeah, I see it completely different. Like, I think that... Like, it's not religion and hot dogs. No. Always go together. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, but right. In, order to, in order to be a religious person, you would have to have some type of spirituality about you. That's what would lead you to Everybody's the religion. No, well, yeah, right. of course. I mean... But you know, people really do need rigidity. You know, you think so? I do. Yeah, yeah well, discipline. Um, some, some people, you know, like I'm, I'm growing up to find that I can't do drugs like I used to. You know what I mean? And I'm, fine. I've been finding. I'm that, glad that we could be part of that. I mean, well, yeah. And you know, I hate to be. I don't want to be a downer. You You're know? not. I because that's as I've as I've grown <laughs> this up. This is that's the most opposite downer over here. That's a part of the hippie the generation that I've come to realize that I don't necessarily agree with is the drug aspect, because I don't think that that I do the ideals of the hippies were perfect, community, spirituality, togetherness. You know everything. But I do think that they thought to get there, you had to take drugs. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I think that people get caught up in that part of it. You so, know? what I've always maintained yeah. is psychedelics are a calling. Correct. You're called Correct. to do them. And if you're not, right. if you're not called to do them, don't fucking do them because exactly. somebody else is doing them. Exactly. And when it tells you to stop, stop. Right. Right, and that's 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 per and that I don't know. That's something that I've come to love. Wow, yeah, experience. a breakthrough, a breakthrough. But experience. you don't need it once you've got that. I don't think so. I don't. Well, that's think so. the whole Ram Dass thing well, that he says. Like when you get the message, hang up the phone. Right, right, right. And you know, it's people to ask me if I want to take acid here and there, and I do, I do. But 
it's like, you do, do I need do to? it or you do feel like it? I do feel like I want to because well, there's a difference between wanting and needing. Like. I remember being like, "Whoa, this is fucking crazy!" But I remember the other side of it too: the quiet times and the times when you're essentially meditating with chaos, pure chaos going on around you. You know, and it's like, am I? Am I looking for something right now? Because that's that's how that's how psychedelics have always, even during that time when we were taking them for a block of time, mm-hmm. it was still like we were at the appropriate age to adventure. For instead of going abroad, why don't we go in our minds for six months? You know, and it was it was really appropriate for. For us, yeah. for and it was abroad. Yeah, yeah, we went pretty abroad. We went pretty abroad. You know what I mean? Right, right, and you know, and uh, but you know, not to say that everybody needs to take mushrooms because maybe literally going abroad and seeing how big the world is, because you know, nowadays with you know being able to go from one side of the country to the other in one day kind of makes the world feel a little small. So going out on your own and maybe seeing the world through sober eyes, you know, if that's your deal, but also living or seeing other people and how they live, that can be just as an eye, just as much of an eye-opening experience as a good or bad trip, you know, and because, um, you know, the, um, it's really sacri- – I think per- personally, I think it's uh, sacrifice that makes you appreciate um, – what you have or don't have, you know, and uh, well, Americans, I think I can say Americans, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're just here now, yeah. They, uh, we, you know, we, um, we never, you know, we're watching TV last night and the oh, the baby drops her little sippy cup in the mud. Oh, better time to go to the store and get a new one, you know. We live in such a frivolous world where we don't have to sacrifice anything you know what i mean especially if you right yeah comfort it's it's oh i am and i'm i am a a human being and i deserve comfort well you're right you're a human being but you're you don't deserve anything you know so it's yeah you're not the world doesn't owe you shit exactly right right you owe it everything you know it's um it's really and Did you know that pre psychedelics. I think so. You know, growing up, everybody we got started pretty young, though too. There yeah. was a, a lot more growing up to do and a lot more understanding. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, to gain. And you know, so. gr- growing up, you see family things happen. You see other people's family things happen, and if you. Being a kid, it's hard to say. You know, if you if you just take the time to sit and soak it all in, you really get something from it. But I was lucky enough to be able to sit back and really learn from other people's. Hi, Darwin. Oh, he's locked outside. It's there's not there's nothing. It's not even there anymore. Darwin, it's gone. Sorry about that. We're back. Darwin had a freak out. He doesn't like. Shiny, Ref- things, shiny things, things or reflections or anything right. miniature or anything yeah. with wheels or anything small. Midget That's really, I don't. Or, or, yeah, a midget on a skateboard would really fucking flip his lid. Oh my god. <laughs> he would lose his shit. Yeah, he'd explode. That might kill him. Skateboard. Oh my god. 
Ethan <laughs> Alex is pumping his arms up in the air. It's really. I w- we got to get a picture of Alex with the oh my God, prism glasses on, glasses. and it's the cutest head. thing anyone will ever see in their life. Oh my God, Marty Feld. I think lo- I think he's got I take that I even took your like Italian angry looking Mother Teresa comment with like yeah because oh my goodness I was totally like looked like last night when you were agitated at the beginning of the show. Oh my goodness. I kept seeing this like manly looking Mother Teresa fucking looking around going yeah. Yeah. So wait, where were we? Oh. Well, we were getting the wonderful point that um, we don't need anything except for our senses to experience things. And that can be while sober or not sober, whether in trauma, whether feeling good. If you have eyes to hear, eyes to hear. I really feel like that. That wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. Eyes to hear. Oh, it's not my phone now. Sorry, guys. No, it's not. Wow, the dog is like. We're all distracted right now. No, it's all good. (laughs) Anyway, here's the thing. I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah, I think the problem is that whenever anybody has an experience, the natural human tendency is to want to share that thing with other people. Right. 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 And so I have an experience with a medicine or a chemical or a psychedelic or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And then I want to bring it to all my friends. Exactly. And I think where the problem lies is we expect other people to have the same experience that we have. And by explaining my experience to you, I've now made a box for you to have your experience in. Right. right, Whereas yours would have been something completely different. Right. And so... The issue lies with, quotes, air quote, religion, is you're trying to experience the infinite through somebody else's eyes or some teachings lens or... Right. And you're supposed to experience it via taking someone else's word for it. Right. And Terrence McKenna, you know, culture is not your friend. It's your operating system. Yeah. And so this whole thing that we're in, like... It doesn't give us the opportunity to have real, genuine, personal experience with stuff because right. there's so much information out there. Right. And we're all guilty of looking at it before we do it and exactly. finding out. And the, Because you want to know the unknown is scary. Right. And then, you know, you take the psychedelic and you're waiting for the stages and you had the proper set and setting and you had the right music and right. this and that and the other thing. And that's part of the reason we fucking trip out right. because the experience isn't conforming to what I thought the experience is supposed to be. And it's exactly. something different. Now it's scary and I don't know what to do. And right. I don't fucking, ah, right. Whereas if you didn't have that information prior and you just went into it, probably wouldn't feel like that With no it might be a little it might be a little scary right. and, and there might be things that are hard to face but you would just do it because there would be nothing pushing against it and you know it's uh it, having those bad experiences sacrifice can be anything and feeling a bad emotion or when you want to be feeling a good emotion is is a form of sacrifice in some oh, fashion wow. you know a- and it's um Having having that the the yin to that yang, 
really puts the happiness in perspective. It's just like, fucking hey, it's cold out here, and it warmth sounds pretty good right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's kind of, it's really similar. And to be forced and soaked in that um, mindset and to be forced in the, into that kind of a mental situation is challenging, but it's... Uh, you know, when you make it out, because it's, it's not a matter of if, it's always a matter of when, because you always do. Um, well, one way or another. One way or well, another, right, right. Yeah, one way or another. Who cares what circumstances it's under? You right. make it out exactly. Because you may not be the same when you get out there, right? And that, you're never the same because you should. It's that <laughs> box that you're talking about. It's you should. You know, there's something the Buddhists. It's hard to grasp, but Buddhists talk about sense of ownership or sense of um oh mine or you know what i mean love or an affection mindfulness right right and this is Lindsay, you know togetherness and all that stuff or whether this is my favorite coffee mug having attachment that's what i'm looking for attachment for things is man's Hardest That's and where worst. suffering comes from. Well, and it's it's our worst self-punishment is having attachment to things mm-hmm. because nothing is permanent. So mm-hmm. when we – I fucking love this coffee cup and I've had it for a hundred – I've had it for 50 years. But on that 51st birthday, it breaks. And I thought I was going to have it forever. You know what I mean? Now my heart's broken, you know? Whereas if I didn't have attachment to this cup and it broke on its 51st birthday like it should have – it wouldn't have been anything. And it's the same for a car. And it's the same. It really, at the big picture, it really boils down to your life. You know what I mean? Because it's It's the same if you lose a person, too. Right. It really mm-hmm. is. Right. And that's why death can seem so, you know, traumatic exactly. for us. Exactly. But if we see it as like, thank you for leaving and going. And even whether the death was tragic or peaceful, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We're all going to do it. And so honoring that passing by celebration of life as opposed like job right. well done right. instead of, oh, man. Well, it's like kind of like a it's sad. And you that's know? unfortunate. You know, I see it every almost every day. The oh, West, yeah. You work yeah. in a you the work West as a caretaker. Taker in a cemetery. Right. The Western world is really, really down. The Western world world is really, really down. Holy smokes! I do, I do Eastern world stuff, mm-hmm. and it's a totally different service. The Islanders, uh, oh my goodness, it's cra- it's amazing. Singing, dancing, food, celebration, celebration really, because Aww. they they understand. Celebra- yeah, you're celebrating life, right? Yeah. And they, they, they have trust that that person is not done and gone. They're mo- they have moved on to the next stage, but that's because, and they're they're they've allowed themselves to celebrate because they have attachment, but they don't have the more you know that mortal attachment. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a spiritual attachment yeah. to that per- person, but not necessarily a mortal attachment. So sacrifice <laughs> is a big a big thing that westerners would we can learn a lot from. We can be a lot happier with sacrifice in our lives because we can take the simpler things for granted. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I was just reading the finance section of the newspaper mm-hmm. and um Somebody did a study somewhere, and they said that the the most money, the best. Let me see if I can word this right. The best bang for your buck for dollar for happiness 
is at about $75,000 a year. Income. Income, correct. Okay. As soon as you start to break that threshold, you're, you're just below the idea of being rich. So, yeah, I'm making 80 grand, but damn, I really want that 100. Mm. And as soon as you start to make that 100, fuck, 150 sounds pretty good. You're in that trap. Right. But here, where, you know, we're in a, I'd say, a $40,000 house income, you know, maybe a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I don't find myself wishing and yearning for material things mm. more as, um, yeah, right. Experiences, That's together what I think time. It really matters. That, that experience like that. Now. Exactly. The experiences that we share, like going to the show, like Apple right. said at the show, uh, you don't have to, you know, get high with, off of drugs. Correct. You're be around, you know, a ton of people All that people are, get high. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because you're sharing experience. Because we're all one collective conscious. We're human, and mm. I think that that's. Uh, along the note of being kind of like religious and spiritual, right? I think that it's we're like we're our own deities. You know what I mean? Like we're, Correct. we have yes. the power to create, we have the power to uh, destroy, we have the power to fathom. But I think that the reason why we all connected, you know, each other on a spiritual level as humans is because the fact that we were all one conscious at one point, and we all separate. We're shattered. Or a shattered deity, right? Separate deities, now. right? You know what it's I mean? it's the universe experiencing experiencing itself through us. Yeah, it's experiencing itself in Kyle and Aaron and right. Melanie. And if you were one deity, wouldn't you be like, how rad would this be? I get to fucking see <laughs> yeah, myself. I can see like three versions. Like, wait, yeah. where's you have like, to look really at this thing from every perspective. Yeah, yeah. look at exactly. the past. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's yes. a great freaking point, Kyle. Like that. that is that's a great a, point. We're all just different <clears throat> versions of each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's why. That's why when. There's certain people out there, I've found, that operate on the same frequency, mm-hmm. right? right? Or close to it. Exactly. Well, you find the generations. But you, yeah, but but you find this like I don't know what you I don't know what the word is. Just a a resonance with people, right? And right, the, you know that's that feeling. I've known this guy forever. I think you can do right. that with anybody, right. though. That if you give it, met you guys. Yep. Me and that's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We, know, we know them exactly. We've known them, very comfortable with them. Right. No. So, so, just so everybody out there knows, Ian and Lindsay are the couple that we met at Shoreline um, last June, and Apple and I were at Dead and Company there, and. These two came up and uh, just uh, I told you I told you this last night, Lindsay. Like it was so cool to have somebody that's twenty six being twenty years older than you guys. You know, we're sitting there and you come up and you're like, Politely, "Hey, like, hey, is it cool if we set up by you guys?" Like that's not normal. Well, it's well, just not know, a normal thing. I know, so, I know. You know, we were looking around the show and, and we saw the spot yes. from way far away. And then when we got close, we were like, okay, don't really want to sit next to those guys. Don't really want to sit next to those guys. Those guys look cool. Yeah, we'll sit next to them. yeah, yeah. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. Almost a year that's, later. That's always cool to hear from someone else's yeah. perspective. No, and it's that's, weird that how you form friendships because right. like, you just like pick someone. You're like, that person. I'm going to make friends with that person yeah. Yeah. see a crowd of people yeah. right right and that's what i'm that resonance exactly. Yeah, exactly and there's a you know radio radio waves are uh, cool. a natural <laughs> thing right yeah radio waves are totally natural you know it's the same thing with um it's 
it was, was so people. So how could we Every, not be putting out waves? We, we are. are. And you know, exactly. we do, we're full of electricity. We do Goodness, produce you electricity. You touch your auxiliary cord and you can hear the right. frequency yep. coming back. And so. it's, you know, I do believe, you know, I think that um, just music as an example, you know, uh, keys, different notes fit with others yeah. better than others. And I do believe oh, wow. that I never people thought have about different that frequencies that fit well, whether they're in the same frequency or maybe they're complementary, complementing yeah. each other, you know? And, and, and sometimes that- Discord sounds good, too. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's it's all about, um, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, that's not to say that there aren't any two people who can't get along because I do believe that your worst enemy is probably your best friend in disguise you know what I mean they're probably doing the same exact things you're doing in your in your off time you know if you would only it's just like you know being afraid of what you're unsure of you know and in America we're so um closed off you know having the opposite opinion around you is a Thing yes, because you question everything. Yeah. everything. You Correct. make sure, like, Correct. do I really right. believe what I'm saying all right. the time? Exactly. Or am I just regurgitating things? So, regurgitating, so much right. of... I to argue. I do. I, well, they're not... I genuinely do love yeah. to argue. It's Ryder a sport. Ryder loves it's a sport. to argue. But, you know, that's... And that's, that's okay well, as long as you believe... I know people who just argue, just argue, you know what well, I mean? Well, but that's him. That's Ryder. But yeah, not, if, if I guess, you believe in your subject. Just because there's always another side to something. Right. Yeah. Even right. if you yes. don't necessarily believe that other right. side, you just have to put it out yeah. there. Yeah. Right. That's Ryder. I love that. I don't do it with, I do it with people who I know can take You and I, you and I do it <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Right, right. We'll take contrary points and just go to town on each other. Right, right. We have to leave the room. Yeah. Oh no! We oh no! Well, and and sometimes it'll be a debate, and it'll be like neither, <laughs> and neither one of us believes what we're saying no, either. <laughs> debating for the it's, sake of doing it. It's practice. Yeah, it's just uh, practice. It's fun. I don't know, man. I we're in this culture of comfort and ease and stability, and anything that doesn't look like that is antithetical to where we are and who Correct. we are. As Correct. and. Like you're talking about, as I get older, I mean, I've raised a family, I've owned homes, like, I've done that whole thing. I'm finding that I just want more time. Right. I want more time, more quality experience. I want to be surrounded by love more. Correct. I I want the people that I enjoy being with to be close. Um, as far as material stuff... I'm old enough to understand now I like certain things. Right. And I right. want the best certain thing. Exactly. For your hobbies. But I, and yeah. Right. But I'm not like, I got to have a new Mercedes. And you know, I got a bigger right. TV. Right. Yeah, man. It's it. But just it's imagine. personal preference. Stuff, like coming up here wanting like a North Face jacket. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah I don't so want to yeah, buy a jacket yeah. every year. Yeah. I'm going to no. buy a jacket. It's going to last me forever. No. You know, comfort to say that. You know, we live in too comfortable of a world, and we need to live in in dirt. is is not true because you know, unfortunately, we've evolved without fur, so we need to mm-hmm. we need to buy we need to buy things to survive or you make know them. I mean? Right, but or, somehow it has to get to exactly. you exactly one way or another. And you know what? <laughs> right, or grow your own. Some of us, though, yeah, some of us. I'm working yeah. on an entire right. coat, but. uh <laughs> 
No, there are necessities. There's difference between necessity and um, luxury. Luxury, exactly. Well, do, exactly. I, I mean, guys, I'm just gonna throw. I like luxury too. I like to create. No, it doesn't. Comforts, right? Yeah, yeah. Luxury's yeah. got their thing. You've got to have yeah. something that you do for yourself. But there's Absolutely. the difference between having your um, your modest comforts, you know, and then your crazy extravagant comforts that you'll probably get tired with. Immediately, immediately, right? Yeah. After, well, as soon so as you get done, because it's so impractical. Eight thousand dollars Japanese toilet that wipes my ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. That might be uh, worth it. <laughs> right. Same. I mean, maybe if you're really into taking shits. <laughs> yeah. If that's, <laughs> if that's your thing, fuck yeah, go buy a toilet. Out, yeah. I, I know. feel like I'd have to live on the there, toilet. There are like yeah. sure. toilets that get those yeah. specifically so they don't have to touch their butt. Right. Right. And that there are times that's a necessity. Even that's kind of a necessity. We went from the universe experiencing itself to taking a shit no. in like three minutes yeah. <laughs> the universe experiencing itself to taking a shit in but that just shows you yeah. that just shows you the spectrum you yeah. know what I mean that's just the spectrum because there, everything has a reason and it, um, even uh, things like nuclear bombs everything has a reason so it's nuclear it's nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. That's actually not a word. Where wings yeah. take dream. Nuclear. <laughs> so, no, it's, um, life is a beautiful thing. And if you, if you tarnish it with things like, um. Materialistic stuff. Garbage. I think that's right. what separates, like, people who are on more of a spiritual level. They don't look at materials as, like, this, like, deity, this thing, like, this, right. like, like, they have it's to have stigma it. behind it, you know, exactly. they worship it. Right. Whereas we're just like, hey, it's nice to have, like, a nice jacket, you know, and, like, yeah, we, to be warm. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we cherish those things. We don't actually yeah. like worship. It's like a, a cherish. You appreciate. Yeah, right. appreciate. Right. You know, I think <laughs> the thing of it is those, yeah. those people that are out there that haven't done any exploration outside of themselves. Right. We're... I know personally, I always felt like I was missing something. And that's... I felt different, and I felt strange. Right. Even as a small kid. Right. And so, psychedelics always attracted me, because I knew that there was something there. Even as a preteen, like I knew something was up. I think that there's that self-worth that people need to find in their life. Correct. And they try and find it through those material things. We've got a friend that always has to have the next coolest thing that comes out and is always comparing. And and he's a happy-go-lucky guy. But but as soon as he gets the thing, it's already empty and wants exactly. the next thing. Like right. The high is gone once you're in a car. It's like you just lost $7,000. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, right. And well, so those material things are never going to fill that void that's inside. Right. That you you can't because those things are outside. Right. And they're, they're not uh, physical. No. A lot of and them and so physical. the culture that we are in mm-hmm. is built on that. 
help us, let us help you. Right. Let us help you fill new the hole. New and improved. New and improved. Yeah, this one's right. better. This you need one. this yeah. one. Look yeah, at this one. It's going to spurt exactly. jizz all over your face. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. No, I know. Um, where do I buy that? That's weird. Yeah, I'll show you later, brother. I don't want to. Yeah, I'll show you later. I wanted to know. Oh, yeah, your friend Apple. Swim wanted to find out. Yeah. Swim. Someone who is Hashtag not me. at Swim Music. Uh, Check them out. Oh, there you go. Ah. Check no, them there's out. A, there's a number of things to blame for that, you know, uh, capitalism and uh, other a number of just greed, you know, which is which is just a you know, unfortunately, just human nature, uh, just all of a it. human element. Mm-hmm. They're all yeah. it's just systems of control. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Because you get know, over there and talk just, into the mic, sir. Just like, like slide um, it over to you, Alex. Oh, there we go. Well, I mean, if you think about if you think about this human experience, the universal, the universe experiencing itself through us and all that, and you consider the evolution, the majority of hum- of the existence of anatomically modern humans are that's think of our the way we think and the way we feel and the way we look at the world as an operating system. Right. It was developed in a completely different time than we have, and has had a far more time to develop in that way of living, prehistoric way of living, right. than the modern way we have now. So your instinct to seek comfort is is going on in your brain because comfort is chemically associating your brain with survival. Uh, correct. You need correct. you need a, right. you don't need a nice warm comfy bearskin blanket to make it through the winter because it's going to make you happy. Right. You're happy because it makes you comfortable because you're not oh, freezing wow. and you're exactly. not dying. That's and right. it wasn't and getting that comfort That's, acquiring it required one of two things. Either you yourself, you were talking about work it, and, right. and and, right. and sacrifice. Right. You have to sacrifice your time. Yeah, I'm a caveman. I would love to lay around all day with my children and my partner and my clan here right. and just eat these cool mushrooms that that Bongo found yeah, last spring. Yeah, yeah. But I have to sacrifice that time with them to go out and find a fucking bear and, risk. and kill it and yeah. skin it right. and clean all that shit right. and then and also honor the bear and say thank you and then bring that back and give it to the person that needs the blanket. Exactly. That's that sacrifice for comfort thing. Now right. With this capitalism and the advertising and the way that that what you were saying how that plays with a you need this you need this mm-hmm. that's I can't ever figure out if they're doing it on fucking purpose or not but they're taking advantage specifically of that evolutionary mindset of right. need of we have what you need exploiting it yeah huh? exploiting it you need to be happy because you need these things but <laughs> we don't get a fulfillment of like wow I sacrificed this time exactly. or oh my god this my loved one sacrificed all this so they don't fucking freeze to You're death tr- all the, the currency that we trade now is time and currency used to We've be always- love it used to be yeah. how yeah. much you loved right. your community. Right. If you don't have that love, you don't have the motivation to go out and chase an entire fucking herd of mammoths off a cliff so mm-hmm. that everybody can eat for the winter. Right. And when it's right. time to be comfortable and relax, it's seasonally divided up with right. nature. It's, right. You have mm-hmm. hard work, spring, summer, fall, winter. And it's earned. Chill. Yes. You earned it. You're right. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's come earned. together. Exactly. And it's time to tell stories around the fire. To right. be comfortable. And yeah, I mean, some cultures. Um, um, Native American cultures would not tell stories except for during wintertime. The little kids would like, like run up to their up. parents. Yeah, the little kids would run up to the parents in the field. That's like, amazing. tell us the story about Turtle and the and the Raven. And no, 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 no. It's not time. Don't for even that. say their names right now. Shh. And then wintertime comes. 
That's you know? amazing. And so it's like we have completely removed ourselves from the way that we evolved to live. Now, that doesn't mean we're not supposed to do that. Right. Wait. Right. We can, so what you're you know, saying is that we're disconnected from the natural cycle. We're flailing, man. Right. We're fucking, we're trying to fucking get there and we're just spinning our wheels but when you, all we got to do is take a step to the what's left. What's awesome exactly and what's right. happening right now That's exactly right. is... It's, it's evolution. Like, yeah. Like you were saying that one time, it's pretty much just evolution trying to figure out things. Like we're going to go through, it's it's baby, like baby fat, you know, we're trying to shed some baby ah, fat as a species right. so that we wow. can grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we're still pretty well, chubby. Yeah. At the moment, we're pretty yeah. young. You guys are heavy, yeah, man. man. Wow. <laughs> and these are all the kids, they're, they're 20s, schooling us, which uh-huh. I fucking love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, wow. good, if you guys could uh, gives me hope. See, see the, the yeah. porch right now, I got a couple pictures. Uh, it's Aaron, Melanie, and uh, Apple at the head of the. We're of at the twelve flat o'clock. Part of the center, <laughs> where all, all the kids are gathered around. Yeah, this is the, what the, Alex was literally just exactly talking about. about. Yeah, look at you as peers, like yeah, yeah, across, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Forget age; it's fucking like the mindset. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, we're, there's an even the playing field here. Well, well this is what's great about what's happening right now. It's like Kyle and Ian and Lindsay and Blaze and Ryder and Alex. They're, it's from their perspective. They're, they're teaching us through what they've learned, through what we've shown them, because we're like their parents' age. And so, <laughs> yeah, we're I'm somebody's parents. dad. This is the universe. Well, well, this is what we were talking about earlier is the universe experience experiencing itself. We're literally able to see these as mirrors. And this guy is like telling us, like, I don't need MDMA or acid or even fucking anything more than just like a little puffs off of my my pipe. And then I'm good to go. And if I didn't have that, I'd be fine, too. And we have Blaze over here experiencing a first time. Yeah, Blaze, we haven't even heard from you, well, man. Because we've been oh, exam- yeah. We're going to hear from him. It. Very introspective, and I just want to take in as much as I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He wants to receive. He needs to receive. And that's another thing that I'm telling them. These kids, they know when to be quiet. They know when to speak up. They know, know how to speak. Except for Ryder. Ryder. Ryder has haunches and breaks shit. Can't and, stop. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I'm super <laughs> grateful for what we're doing right now because we get to put this episode out and I'm sure you guys are going to feel it like this is like nature working at its finest mm-hmm. being able to coexist and talk about shit that happens it kind of goes back to Alex's story where we you know all the rest of the months we go out do our thing and then winter we come back and we Gather. share our stories we just do and that's you know, it's up to the young, younger people, the younger generations to look up to older yeah, generations yes. and learn things. But the younger generations go out and do things that you guys might not have experienced. So we, it's right. up to Absolutely. us to bring that to the table. Right. Yeah. Right. In a different shoot. You it know, becomes a shoot. big, exactly. beautiful soup. And it's, yeah. totally, it's totally okay <laughs> no, it's to cool. change the timeline. We don't have to only do this in wintertime because yeah. we live in a different world. Right. We have Same made you. the world differently. Yeah. Right. We can yeah. experience yeah. the seasons here, like, in one night. In, exactly. Winter, yeah. summer, spring, and fall, yeah. all in one night. We right. 100 cycles in one night. Yeah, yeah. I think we I did last night. Yeah. We broke <laughs> it down into seven-day weeks and 24-hour days and eight-hour mm-hmm. work periods. Yeah. But fuck it. That, we didn't. We but didn't fuck it. A, we didn't have. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't have a choice when we were when we were living in the Stone Age of okay, winter only comes every twelve months. 
we just went with it. Yeah. Now we can have a winter time every fucking evening when we get off work and go home and be with our people. So it's yeah. like it's not that we have to go back to the caves. Right. We just have to fucking go with the flow. And Mandy's not out, very dude. good at doing that. No. No. She's hitting right. the pipe. Just yeah. chill out, man. And I'm like, not a hippie. Glasses and she's got a third eye. Uh-huh. Not a hippie though. Not face. Mel. No. I think mm-hmm. Stimuli. Nope. It definitely changed the stimuli as a uh, as a species. Yeah. We used to go out and do our thing, like I was saying. We'd go out and do work, and then we'd conversate about what we've seen in the world. Now we have a stimuli where we have you know, cell phones. We have the ability to communicate better. Uh, and <laughs> I think I, I think communication is our strongest suit yeah. as a species, but it can also be our downfall too. Yeah. It's so about what you say, like that. And you matter. rely on it so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and then so and then you way. keep to yourself things that you want to share too, and that's really debilitating. That causes all kinds of blockages. Like you can't speak properly you can't hug properly you can't love properly You're, you become disconnected yeah right. and then if somebody through connection. embraces you this is where i want to hear from through Liz. connection we're talking about embracing i want you to talk about the embrace experience because i that is really poignant as far as like breaking down those kinds of barriers Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. go is on the mic <laughs> hello everyone i'm on the mic <laughs> What were you saying before? Well, I was talking about the embrace experience and like how just like being able to, I don't know, find another space or another part in yourself just by sharing physical space together. Right. Our hug, our third eye thing that that you did to Aaron. Mm -hmm. Like um, I originally grew up in Vegas and being out there, everything is so artificial because it's a city built on the fast life. Mm -hmm. Right. I know it. Right. They know it probably better than I do, but yeah. it's yeah. what I witnessed through my parents, you know. Right. And the kids, when I visited, when we went back, they were all like, oh, sorry. Sketched out. <laughs> yeah, they're sketched out. Yeah. They sketched it's, me out. It's a heavy, it's a heavy town. It's, yeah. it's sketched out and lost, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, would you use lost? I misguided. I misguided. About, yeah. Definitely yeah. misguided. Yeah, sure. Lost, 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 yeah. Too much misguidance. It's just what happens around you. Same lines. And when I was told that we were going to move to San Francisco, I was like, all right, I'll go. (laughs) Because it felt right, and it was right. And going to school out there and meeting my friends that are still my my close friends till today, it started with that, like having a friendship really strong. Yeah, yeah. And after a lot of time of being friends, you become family. Correct. But then my mom was friends with her. And it just like linked us together, and it wasn't. It wasn't weird. It wasn't no. Like, it was time. real natural. Right. Yeah. Just instant mesh. And like I told mom, like I love your guys as a friendship. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what we need more in the world is just general acceptance of people. Like regardless of where we are in our lives, just setting aside what we believe, what we see the world as, just. Be there for another person to hear what they have to say. You know, yeah. that's a beautiful fucking thing. Turning on your ears and sh- like zipping up your lip—that is one of the best things that you could do. People do it all the time with the podcast or with music that they love. Right? They're being quiet and they're listening. So if you can spare that listen to a friend and not have to say anything, like, "Oh yeah, you're right. That guy is such a jerk," or what? Just say nothing. Let them say what they need. Say what they need to say. <laughs> Shout nothing. out, John Mayer. Me and Aaron have had some of our greatest conversations sitting out on the porch. Not, not even saying speaking. a fucking word. Yep. Right. Yeah. 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 Comfortable silence. Look, man, we are communicating on a level 
that is so rudimentary with these noises that come out of our face. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. It's really <laughs> fucking yeah. dumb. What do we really talk about? Right? What do we, when I break down a conversation, yes. what is it about? Right. What did you do that day? What am I going to eat later? Uh, how are you feeling? How really, does the what weather all mean? <laughs> is it yeah. funny how you kind of like it, your brain It boils kinda, down to nothing. Yeah, there's a formula. It to nothing. It's for really. a specific kind of conversation. If exactly. you're not invested in it, there's that formula of like, okay, day, work, weather, uh, oh. shit, 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 uh, yeah. lunch, uh, <laughs> sports, no. TV, TV, sports, cell phone. Did you see that thing on Instagram? Yeah. That was yeah. the one oh, thing man. I hated about doing hair for so long is it's, you're two different people. You're yourself when you're at home, but when you go into work, you've got to turn into, I don't know what people expect you to be. Right. Chatty Kathy. How's it going? Yeah. You have to Put make sure that, that you look good. Because yeah. The idea is. Exactly. Yeah. People, if I, there were days where I would not do my makeup and maybe not really try the hard, I'd dress nice, whatever. But my tips would not be as good as the days when I did try. What? When I would do my hair, do nice makeup, wear a nice outfit, I'd make twice as much money. Wow. And tips because you were because, wearing that uniform. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. that I was what they expected. Exactly. They trusted me more. Oh, yep. she's pretty, so, so she's, she's going to make, make me pretty. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. is an association. Absolutely yeah. right. I, you can understand that. Well, yeah, being in that industry for many years, it's. Um, it makes you feel good as a woman to have to dress up and look good, um, at least for myself. I won't speak for everybody, but, you know, having, you know, like having freshly shaved legs or being freshly groomed and getting a haircut and all those things, they make you feel like you're investing time in yourself. So you feel good. But what ends up happening is these women are coming in and they're, a lot of times it's for maintenance, but that maintenance is because there's no acceptance. They're not accepting what's really happening in their life. Exactly. Right. I'm excluding right. the time that when people come in to be to like, relax, to relax exactly, and and get things off of their mind and and use self maintenance that way. But when the root of it is really a lot of women are super insecure about aging and feeling disconnected from that youth that mm-hmm. they used to have and not feeling like they want to. Like, I'm I'm happy inside, but I don't want to look like I'm old. Like, it's a huge thing in the industry. And so it plays off of you. You have to have this youthful, friendly, bouncy personality because that's what they want to receive. They want to get that from you. Well, and some people... I don't know. They would walk in and they expect you to change their entire life. Yes. In yes. just yes. this look. Like, this Ugh. is... That's, their expectations are so oh, great. This is all done. And yeah. all that pressure is put on you. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't handle that. These days is everything is a cure-all. It's like just one thing yeah. is a cure-all. It's right. like, if I take this this medicine, it's a cure-all. Push if the I, button, make it better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The like, easy button. It's and the easy button. It goes back to oh what you were God. saying, Ian, about the hard work and sacrifice. Like, you do have to work for it. If you don't want to look old don't act old don't be old and wash your face before you go to bed every night exactly like okay everyone would always ask like what do you do for your skin because (laughs) i have good skin i'm blessed with good skin but that's not really it i'm happy so i don't have a lot of frown lines and nobody really can tell what age i am and every time i say i have a 22 year old they're like what you look like you're 26 okay thank you but if you really want to know the secret it's Making happy. yourself happy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. taking ownership totally. of your happiness and making it happen. The the thing that 
they're looking for when they come to you for that and expect that of you is communication, mm-hmm. right? And it's like we're talking about making noise with your mouth. You're not going to find it there. There's a whole other thing that's happening when we're all together all the time beneath the surface right. that we have been taught to ignore. Right. And that's... Well, there's a lot that we've been taught to ignore, that, like our intuition. That's goes, what I'm talking about. Yeah. That That whole ocean that's beneath us. Exactly. And that's the thing that attracted me to the Grateful Dead community. Right. Is that right. there's... This is an entire group of people that have decided that it's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And that it is real and that it's happening and that it's more real than what I'm saying right now. Right. And I'm going to learn how to operate in that instead of, or not instead of, at the same time I'm living here. You well, can, it's adapting, right? It's just can, adapting. You can, um, I want to say transpire, but that's not the right word. You can move. What you've learned from the transpose, transpose, that's it. You can transpose what you've learned from the dead community and that environment to the real world. And if 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 it's energy that energy or that people feel and feed off of and why not put out a special kind of energy, a Grateful Dead energy, you know, we do. And, And that's what I love, you know, and holy crap. Portland yeah. is so much different than downtown Seattle. Let oh, me tell you. Really? Yeah. It feels like a Grateful Dead town. It oh, really it's does. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Last night, That's we're like, really Man, cool Portland is the best place to be a deadhead. It's like, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah. You can wander the streets pretty much and feel pretty safe. Right. Here. Right. You know. Right. There's a few little shady areas, but other than that, just, you know, like... Oh, every like good, anything. Every good city needs some shady yeah. parts. Yeah. Don't tell me this yeah. town ain't got that's no heart. It's not a big city. It's not. But no, it's a, uh, and that's, you're totally right. The, and the Grateful Dead experience is um, a time. And op- <laughs> the first time I actually listened to the Grateful Dead was the day after I took that acid. And, you know, the good thing, one of the good things, many good things about psychedelics and other drugs is, after the fact, after the the thrill is gone, and the day after, you're you're susceptible, whether you like it or not. You're you're oh, yeah. in a in a susceptible. Oh my god! Uh, you're open and right, right. So your radio is buzzing. Yeah, right, ready to take in frequencies. So when I woke up in the morning, me and my, me and Austin were like, "Holy shit! That was a crazy, crazy night." Well, shoot! I just got this new CD from a from a friend of mine. Let's pop it in real quick. And it was uh, American Beauty. Oh yeah. snap! Yeah, and it was and Ripple came on, and it was like He's speaking right to you. I, I can't because they're believe. they're they're talking from that exactly. ocean exactly. And it was like okay, I think I get it. And then I my first live album was uh, Skull and Roses. Oh shit! And it was though that album has the quintessential Bertha. The other one, all of them. Those are, when I think of those tracks, I think of that album just because it's It's so perfect. (laughs) Right, exactly. The Grateful Dead, they never tried to be perfect so i feel bad when i say those are perfect no they're you know there there is those yeah representation of that thing yes exactly those are those are fantastic so it just goes back to being you and just right you know it doesn't really matter what anybody says yes you can listen to criticism or use it as constructive criticism correct fuel your how you think exactly what they think define you right that's the whole dead thing it doesn't matter who you are we just 
Doesn't matter what you wear, just as long as you're there. I want to know what you think. That was awesome. Thank you. That was so much Dark Star for that opener of Dancing in the Street. I think that a lot of us woke up this morning with that song. I did. I seriously did. Are you kind, I think, is the most important thing. Because if you're a kind person, you're going to have the ability... To stop and listen. And wait, listen to the word. Right. Kind. And you know, kindness um, <laughs> Kindness cute. is really going to, um, you can't solve, <laughs> so we're watching Star Trek. And, uh, it, a really great show, by the way. It's we got not, super yeah, annoyed. yeah, it's pretty good. So I can't the remember. The old I one or the new one? The old, old one. one. Oh, shit. The original? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. So I can't remember it exactly right, but you've got, it was the episode where they first had the Klingons. Mm-hmm. You had the Klingons who are an aggressive society, mm-hmm. and then you've got the you know the start the, yeah, the US Enter- Enterprise people, yeah. the Federation, the Federation, mm-hmm. right? And they're you know they're they're a peace loving community, but they'll fight for that peace, right? Mm-hmm. Do no harm, take no shit. Exactly. So, well, they they come to this planet that is totally. Um, it confuses them. I can't, I'm not going to even begin to explain it, but it confuses them. And people are living their lives just fine. Well, the Klingons come and they, they're an oppressive society. So they come to this planet and say, you're under Klingon rule now. Well, they're like, okay, fine. Sounds good. No worries. Well, Enterprise is like, well, we don't understand that. We've got a whole arsenal up there that we can just annihilate them with. And we can get them out of here so you can live your life. They're like, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it, towards the end of the episode, um, the head of the Klingons and the head and uh, Kirk, they're standing right next to each other. And it's it's like you've got two forces, you know, face to face, you know, and they're ready to duke it out. Well, the Argonians. Yeah, I can't remember. The peaceful society. The Oregonians. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. It was close. I was like, huh. Uh, they were... They were the mediators, in a way. You know, you've got the, the two are. aggressors arguing back and forth, saying, we're going to blow you up. And then we're like, guys, stop! We right. Yeah, well, they were just they, a, a level-headed and peaceful society. Unbeknownst to Kirk, they had actually evolved to an Darn upper man. level of being, and where violence isn't, is, is primal, you know what I mean? Well, they ended up explaining to Kirk, who thought he was the good guy, he, they ended up explaining to him... Can't you see that you're exactly like your enemy, where Ooh. you fight for peace? And how does that make sense? Where you're going to blow up a planet for peace? For peace? Yeah. How yeah. how different is that? You know what I mean? So it was it was kind of you know. And then you've got Kirk doing his uh, acting. You know, yes. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, you know, if as you step back and as the episode ends, it's like, huh, damn, you really can't. It really is kindness that's only that's going to save right. the planet. I know? feel like oh. and I've, kindness I can save the planet. I, it's so good. It's it, good. It amazes me for a show made in the sixties. The right. writing is fantastic. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the plot lines, you're not expecting it. Right. I've said know. this on the show before. I think that our culture, one of the things that we're missing is is ritual. Right. Ritual is a huge deal in indigenous culture. And, that, and correct. these concerts that we go to are a form of ritual. That's that's my bone dance. That's my buffalo dance. That's my rain dance. That's where 
I can get out of myself and broadcast right. on full force, full level. Every piece of me is broadcasting out. And I think what that kindness that comes out of that, those waves and those ripples are healing what what's going on. Exactly. What's been done. That, it, that Those experiences, when right. we all can come together like that, and it's one community mind, mm-hmm. and it's pushing out love, that's a real thing. Right. And it may seem ethereal, and it may sound woo and all that shit. I thought woo. <laughs> right? I thought you weren't going to say woo anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you, you told me not to woo anymore. <laughs> but um, I brought it back. I brought the woo you know, back. I'm glad you said that because, you know, in, in your way, that is a form of structure. And uh, everybody needs some form of structure, whether it's... Um, uh, you know, with spiritual spirituality and religion, two di- being two different things, some people need the religion structure. Some people need a military structure. Yeah. Some people need um, a housewife structure. You know what I mean? Everybody needs some yes, form of I a do. structure. You're right about that. You know, I, I think Thank, I need too. I need a right house husband structure. That's what that. I need. You know? <laughs> Thank you for the confirmation <laughs> from heaven. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Uh, Thank you, Ian. No, it's it's a form of structure <laughs> and it's a, a form of release. Connection. Uh, granted, you know, it's um, your mind makes reality, and unfortunately, without if you if you um, exclude yourself from contradicting um, thought processes, you're going to have a um, um, a malfunctioning Society. operating system. Operating system, yeah. right? You're yeah. not because you only <laughs> think your way, and it's it's that's wrong because the world isn't. You gotta be fluid thinking. You know, let the thoughts just come in. Like Bruce Lee, be like the water, right? The water accepts everything, whether it's polluting it, whether it's enhancing it. It just accepts everything. And it's not like, oh, like holding its arms up, like protesting. It just is. It lets. But at the same time, it also finds a way to purify itself. Of course. That's the water's nature. Mm -hmm. And so that's cool. That's the water's rules. Once something enters the water, now they're in water's territory, you know? But so I don't know. I just I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, shoot. There's a. <laughs> I just think this might be a little off subject, but it's funny. So global warming. Uh, Definitely not off subject. Uh, the uh, segue. The uh, so global warming. The uh, water levels are rising. You know what I mean. So there's certain islands that they watch to that are super small, and they're small enough that they can monitor. Like the smallest degrees of um, water level levels rising and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, water levels have been rising, but these planet or planets, <laughs> these islands have actually been growing in size, and they've been growing. It's responding, ab- the above Earth is responding. The water level, and it's 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 funny that Balance. you know it's yeah everything goes into the it, water, but things do like purify. That. Right, we crave it's a funny. homeostasis. You know, we want to be balanced in ourselves, and that's why we go to extremes because then we it helps us find our our middle ground right. and i think like kind of like summing things up what we're talking about with the, with the drug use and the ritual and the concerts like 
whatever your intention is that day, sometimes you don't need anything. Right. Sometimes the purity, and this is what I love, is the purity when I was doing um, teaching Kundalini Yoga was waking up and having this um, ritual, and it was a discipline. Yeah. And it yeah. was a sacrifice. Exactly. Oh, and it was the best time of my life. I felt so clean on the inside, like mm-hmm. if I just pooped everything out. Right. You know? Exactly. And, and there was a white aura around me. Like, it was, like, there was a... Because, like, going to the show yesterday, I literally didn't bring anything. I normally, like, carry my backpack around, have a pocket, yeah. a lighter. I literally brought my phone, wallet, and keys. And I'm here today. Like, I don't have anything of my own possessions. Like, right. I'm literally just here. And this is this is amazing. Like, I shared experiences <laughs> with you guys at the yeah. show. And it was, like, it was something magical. Like, it was magical. It's stepping, out of that, it was it's stepping out of that comfort yeah. bounce. Yeah. You know and, and seeing just, like, you move, Kyle, exactly. that was awesome. Kyle, Kyle, you look like you'd been to a thousand dead shows. When I looked up at you last night, you were fucking jamming. I was like, holy yeah, shit. That last night when we got back and we were going there because it crashed on the couch. You told you, you're like, you're like I, I, I've never danced like that. He's like, he's like, that was so fun. Yes. I just started at first. I didn't know what to That's do. Weird. And then I, I was started like the very ass of it. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, I almost like, I wasn't like trying to fight it. But I was like, I was like trying to stop. It feels myself. weird at first. Like, yeah. 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 Can I stop? Yeah. Yeah. Can I stop? I don't know exactly. if I can. I was dancing so hard so that you could pick up that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I was really yeah, trying to. Not get me. I just sat down it. all night. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are we going to go into a yeah. show recap? We're, we're an hour. We're an hour in now. It's just going to be a long episode. They're going to love it. So this is what you're hearing is like the. Aftermath. Afterglow. Uh, uh, after yeah. after yeah. I like aftermath. I do like Because I don't really like math, and anything that comes after it is great. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, aftermath, you right. yeah. just change it from aftermath, aftermath. to after? Yeah, you go. <laughs> what you're hearing is, is that, uh, the day after stories of our night. And so we went and saw Dark Star Orchestra last night. <laughs> at the at the Roseland here in Portland, and which can I just say that is an amazing venue. That spot yeah, we had cool. right above it. the dancers. I, yeah, there was I so know. the so the oh. GA floor was maybe I don't know thirty people were really going at it, and they were all all in our corner directly under us. It was like a swirl, like a spinner. That's what I mean. I looked at the crowd and I was like, I couldn't help but like. Just you would feel better. funny not dancing. Exactly. Right, right. right. Where it's right. usually the opposite. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I better move or everybody's going to look at me funny. Yeah. Well, that's one of the cool things that I know Aaron loves about the Grateful Dead experience is um, it welcomes you in. It's like I wanted. It's family. I really felt like. Until Kyle got there, I couldn't relax. Like, the second Kyle got there, I was like, okay, everybody's here. Now, let's go. And it was just such a cool night, and I'm glad that you felt that, and I'm glad that you said that you never danced like that before, because that... Is like there's this this life. form of ecstatic dance that you can get into, and I don't mean like the ecstatic dance movement. I just mean and literally being ecstatic and yeah. loosening everything up with your fingers, your eyelids, your toes, and just let it loose. I've been to shows at the Roseland before, like 
Like I've been mm-hmm. to a couple metal shows and a EDM show there, and it just yep. there's it's a different Fine. type of level yeah. of energy. It's there's energy there, but it's not like the the happy going. It's a it's just a it's not a warm yeah. embrace. Yeah, it's, it's just like, not it's, a fluid. Because those yeah. shows you see people yeah. that they're just sitting on the sidelines, crossing their hands, just kind of like just I'm just here to enjoy the show. I'm not doing anything else. It's like they're not. If you see that at a dead show, that person's having a bad time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. Yeah, say, hey, brother, you all right? I can't think about moving right now. I just have to focus on keeping my brain inside my head. Yeah. <laughs> Whose head is mine? Whose head is mine? Yeah. I. It was amazing. Like, so there was a lot of us. I think there was 12. Yeah. Or so of us. And oh, wait a minute! Shout out yes, to Gina, out to poor Gina. We yeah, love Gina, you. We're sending you, you love, good and energy. Shout out to Zach. Yeah. Oh Zach. my God! For hanging out with us last night. Zach, yeah, Zach. you sweet little cuddlebug. Roxanne and Amanda. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there we we own the whole corner of this fucking balcony last night, and from the minute they came on, like Dark Star. This is the second time we've seen them, and they didn't disappoint last time either. But this was amazing. Like they came out with dancing in the streets. Uh, literally, uh, I was I was standing in the back. They wanted us to immediately uh, dance. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, a couple rows. Yeah. I was standing in the back when the show started, and, and like they started dancing in the street, and I jumped over two rows of chairs to get down to where everyone else was okay, dancing. Ryder was. A thousand miles high last night. But it was the cutest thing. It was such. It was rad. Time. It was such a sweet. And it was cool too. Like, it was funny. Like uh, during the show, we had a listener come over to Apple and like give him a hug and say, "Hey, you're from No Simple Road or whatever," and then came over and said something to me. And hey man, keep doing love the show, whatever. And, and then he turns around. Shout out to Mike. Mike. And Mike. the minute he turned around, and then I turn around and, and Ryder's standing behind me, and Dark Star goes into day job. <laughs> they and, were mocking oh, you, baby. And like <laughs> my my whole thing lately, guys, is and I'm gonna be honest with you, and I haven't been like I started this as a hobby thing because Simon got me a mic. And I wanted to tell stories about the Grateful Dead. And as you guys know, you're listening right now, like it's become a lot more than that for me and for our family and for you guys. And yeah, I want to do this full time. And what do you mean you want to? We're doing I, it full time. I'm just saying this show will become the thing that makes it so that I don't have to get up and so that you can do your own thing. Yeah, give give my time to Comcast anymore. So you can do the show. You said I that. don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. You guys so you can wake a, up without that weight on your yeah. shoulders. That was, that was a And that by was the way you guys um I want I just should say this out there. I got laid off um, on Wednesday in that booming cannabis business <laughs> and it was such a good like slap uh, it was like a slap that you needed I needed to get out of there because we need to do our own thing mm-hmm. and there's so many talents that I can use to create a monetary um, you know income for us so that we can live the way that we need to I just haven't been exercising that mm-hmm. I've been leaving it to others to to give me stability mm-hmm. and clearly even in something when you put your faith in something so big and you watch it crumble it's not necessarily a bad thing it's like don't you see you have to put your faith in yourself and your own ideas of self-sustaining yourself how you believe in it and so if you stop 
making all this money from the outside and just kind of cultivate and share and trade and barter and with the people on the, you know, that you want on your inside, then you don't need that other stuff. You don't need what's on the TV or on, you know, back to the experiences, you know, like it's, those are more, more powerful than money. Like it's more, you're wealthier with experiences yeah. than you are. With right. Money. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. and to what Melanie's saying, the reason I bring it up is if this community is really a thing, and it is, I mean, I'm not questioning that. No, yeah, I'm not at all. But since since, since is. is a better way to say it, since this community is a thing, I need your help, man. <laughs> I, need your I need you guys we, out there. We, we all yeah, need your help. Yeah. We, we need, need your help. We need each other's help. And we can make this a reality for all of us, you know, if we all give to it and i'm well, giving i'm giving my part i'm doing my part i'm i'm sitting here i'm talking i'm going out and having the experiences i'm bringing them back as best i can mm-hmm. and i need your help like the patreon thing is a real thing it, a dollar a month seems <laughs> so fucking dumb and you know we said it was w- cute whatever whatever dumb. the deal is with that money thing like it's it's a thing mm-hmm. but if we all come together, we can do it. And I believe in you guys. I, I mean, do. You should tell them about our full vision because I and think that that's really appropriate for this. Because let, w- let me say something real quick yeah, too about before that. I start that. Something I see a vision of. You guys have all heard. You, you've heard. You've heard our podcast and how this has grown, and our family's growing here. Yeah, our family's going. Yeah. I mean, right now we have we have nine people sitting around the mic this morning, and, and I and see that growing too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and people left and everything. And what we see, I, I see in the future of like all you listeners out there, kind of like how we met Lindsay and Ian and stuff. I want to see us all at a show together one day. Yeah, like like how we're talking. We own like the, the corner of the balcony last <laughs> night. Like we all yeah. meet up, like you know, yeah, like locate, like hey man, let's all meet up at this show, and you know everybody, and we're all familiar, which yeah. we already are and anyway. So, but this is anyway. That's what I see, yeah. and, and without opening, you guys, you know, we we can't do this. And what's happening is it's growing, well, it's and we're getting we so can. much closer. It's like, it's like I would love for it to happen this way. Like in your life, um, especially I teach my kids this: like you can literally do whatever you want in in life. So you can choose any path, any career path, any way to make money. And then I feel like I haven't been living that up. And that's kind of what being fired was for me. It was like, it's time right now, bitch. I had to get a little slap, you know, right. and not in a stanky way. It was like a good thing, you know, like yeah. a good hair pull or, like, you know, you picked up some skills, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and I met the family. Mm-hmm. I met this amazing family that I have around here and brought them home. And so Aaron and I, when we moved out to Portland, what was our vision? Because I want, I want, this is like our full vision that I, I was I talking about. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm really high. Yeah, that's true. But okay, so our full yeah, vision yeah. was Yeah, you to, go ahead with that one, babe. Was to create a an environment, so to have some property, um, whether it's a farm or whether it's just open land. With the, right, with, that. yeah, with the capacity to have these cute little houses or your RVs or your pop-ups or whatever. And, yeah. and, and a place for people to come. And a place yeah. for people to come and, and it's literally home. That's and so I, said, I said this to... Like <laughs> so I said this to Lindsay. Um, if somebody out of the whole billions of people in this world ends up inside of my house, then that means that you're home. Mm. 
Because how, like, there's so many people out there in Portland that I have, I don't even know them. But if they end up in my house and I want them to feel like home. And so that is what we wanted to create or not wanted. That was our intention of when we came to Oregon. That's what, that's what it's going to create. So we've been trying to find the right, everything, the right property, the right environment and that's not how necessarily things happen sometimes you just stumble upon them because you're forced into a situation sometimes being in that situation leads to the answer so our entire vision was to create a place where everybody could come and you can have music and right. art and togetherness and a freaking great mom's hug and some and some good food and coffee yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> simple oh, stuff and and that's our entire vision so when you guys are contributing to the show through Patreon which again thank you for all the donor like the donors that's really rad because you're helping us fund that and it's not like we couldn't go out and get a loan for that this is what i want like our vision is for people to want that with us and to share it like that and so you always feel a part of it and that's why it's home because you helped with buy those curtains and that comfortable rocker and that beautiful carpet that's on your feet like that's what we want yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a lovely view of heaven but i'd rather be with you Oh, yep. well, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're stirring up all of our time together so that we can be able to share more because it's going to happen. Yeah. So it's happening. Look, man, we're on this crazy journey together. Like this is all happening to me and us as the same time it's happening to you guys that you're feeling it. Right. I'm feeling it, too. It's not this isn't a manufactured product that i'm putting out exactly it's it's raw and it's experience and and so because we're yeah yeah we're in this monetary thing like okay i get it it's a it's weird money's weird it's a weird thing to to give and receive we've made it weird you know it's a tool but i'll tell you what it would it would mean so much more, so much more. You're trying to be serious, no, guys. No, it's I'm fine. Sorry, that was, that was it would mean so much more to know, like you said. Yeah, I could go to the bank and maybe get a loan, and we could go That's open No Simple Farm tomorrow. But if it was done by us, and I'm talking to all you people out there, all and all of us, us sitting here, like if it was done by us, it belongs to everybody. It's ours. Right. No and outside entity put their energy into it. And, and that's the best part of hard work. All of, our, all of our listeners would be welcome to come visit us. We want to meet all you. We well, we have been meeting people, and thanks for coming up to us because of that John K. show. We met somebody that's a listener, and that well, Aaron and Apple did, and then last night they got approached again. So thank you guys for coming up to us and sh- making yourselves known. Yeah, and making making us feel like yeah, we're doing like, something. Hey, remember me? I'm from the family. Sweet, you're the No Simple Road family. Like, awesome. You, all you need to do the qualification is to listen. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wow, that's not hard. It's not hard. Yeah, it is. And some people can't listen. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have a really I hard a time listening. Listening sometimes. Yeah. Too. Okay, so what? well, wait, we digress. Are we going to go back? Well, okay, anyway, okay, wait, 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 wait. So, so anyway, my point to that long fucking rabbit trail. <laughs> it wasn't a rabbit trail, babe. My point was, guys, we want to do this full time, and we want to do it. And with you. and we want to do it with you. And we really do. 
<laughs> it would give us the opportunity to do more. There's so many ideas sitting around this table right now. Oh, my now. gosh. And if there wasn't the time of the day where I had to and we had to take ourselves away from that and give that energy to something else just to get by, there could be a lot more happening. So I'm putting the call out. Like, this isn't a fucking Patreon rap before the show. This isn't the outro or the intro. This is me, like, talking right to you for real. Brother to brother, man to man, sister to sister. Like, we need your help. We aren't doing this alone. We're doing it together. We need it and we want it. Yeah. We want it. We want your help. Like, I want to accept help. I love to help. I'm a freaking helping girl. If you (laughs) need something, I'll help you out. But... We need other people to help too. Yeah. So Life because is like a walk game. yeah, because it feels good. So let's put our money where our mouth is, so that, to speak. Well, yeah. No, put your money where your heart is. Put yes, your money where your heart is. Yeah, yeah. that's there you the go. best way to say it. Put your money where your heart is. You'll never go wrong. And you're you would be. You're gonna hear what happens as it happens. You would be building something that you would have pride of ownership in, and be able to come to when things got crazy out there in the world. You could come to the farm. And we can't something do. that'll last mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like I this mean, is a legacy. Ian Lindsay yeah. can teach us all about raising our chickens. Yeah. So, so thanks guys for listening to that. And yeah, patreon.com forward slash Well, now you have to turn into a rap. But no, you got to know where to go. The information. The information is out there. Um, so what, did, did we go to a show last we, night? So yeah, we saw Dark Star. Uh, um, wait, uh, dan- we danced yeah. in, the danced in the streets, and then uh, and then, then we got, and then we got a day job. Yeah, yeah. That was the end of the first. And then Scarlet got lit on fire, oh. and there was a mountain. That's okay. all I know. That's a Have a nice day. Okay, so we went to Ancestry yeah. <laughs> and Dupree's Diamond Blues. Okay. And the Walking Blues. Okay. So. I gotta get another jacket. Walking Blues. Roseland is kind of dank. <laughs> and not, and it dank. feels like it might fall apart. No. While you're in there, sometimes, no. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. People are bouncing around, and I'm thinking, "Gosh, can this take it? Yeah. This building's going old." Yeah. <laughs> when he explained it to me, it, he made it sound a lot jankier than it. It's a nice venue. It, it, it is. It's just a small old venue, is all. Yeah, He's they keep it from the Vegas lens. Yeah. <laughs> and they were hitting some bass notes during Walking Blues that were shaking the foundation of the balcony. Boom. Yeah. And Boom. I was like, okay, is that the people dancing yeah. or yeah. is that the bass? And the then, answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. There was movement. I was dancing so hard <laughs> during that song. And I think that's when you were like, I'm going home. Uh, dude, that bass, What happened, man? I, You know, I just... I got the sweats. I got oh man, I got those walking blues. Yeah, fuck. You know, I got those sweats, and then I just got that feeling in my stomach. You know, almost like an empty stomach feeling, Mm. but it was gonna go up. I was like, I no fucking way. So. I made it to a toilet or to a uh, garbage can. Oh, oh, you 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 threw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did at the show. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. 
Uh, I felt I a little bit I better. Feel, I feel bad because I forgot to tell you that me and Alex both had emergency bags. I see, and I was talking with him this morning yeah, about it. Sorry, yeah. man. No, we knew he didn't need it. We That's met him. We're like, he's he's, he's good. he doesn't need this. Yeah. He can get it to the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this guy knows what's up. So just after like really coming on strong, and everything's jamming, Block and Blues is playing, and Ian comes up, taps me on the shoulder. He's like, man. I need to go home. Is it cool if we go back to the house? Like, I know Darwin's there. And oh, I was like, oh, fuck, brother, do what you got to do, oh, man. And, God, and he like felt such a weenie. so. Oh, no! Weenie. Why? You know what? It was right, kind of a good Let's feeling squash to that have, right now. Yeah, it was good to have them to come home. Yeah. yeah. And then they made themselves, a, you know, like home. They got oh, on the couch was. and they got yeah. You know what? Ian, yeah. no bullshit. Like, you could have stayed for the show. That's cool. That made me happier than you staying for the show. It really did. For real. You that you good. felt comfortable yeah. enough with us to say that and, oh. and come here and just yeah. chill. And then we're, we're, that made me happy. Yeah. And gave us a report in the middle of his fucking dancing. You turned around at one point. You're like, You're, they made it home. And Lindsay asked if Darwin was loud on the couch. That was funny. He got right up there and I was like, well, I know he's lonely, so I don't want to kick him off. Look, I can do whatever I want. This is my house too, you guys. Fucking whatever. Don't worry about it. I remember do it all the time. I remember when when he has to leave, you turn, you like tap me on the shoulder, turn me around, and goes, "You went. Do you have keys?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have." It was like, I got. I wait, are you asking figuratively yeah, or literally? Yeah, yeah, you know, I have. I'm so confused. Do you have the keys? Yes, I. Hand I me you. your keys, yeah. like physically with your hand. Give me your keys. I don't know what's going on? Why do we need the keys? These are my keys. And then he started started the house and drove away. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peeled out down the street, and there he goes. <laughs> Oh man. man! Shout out to Uber because honestly, <laughs> Uber <laughs> always has your back. Oh and yeah, Uber's always getting talked mad shit about. And I'm sorry, Lyft, Our I don't have anything awesome against you, night. but Uber, you're pretty badass because all I have to say is I need to get home and you guys get us there. So right. thank you. Yeah, the Uber. bus would. I mean, I could have done it. No, well, the bus I could have physically we stood or sat on a bus. Yeah, but oh fuck, that would have been Those hairy. Lights yeah, would have made me throw up. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they Remember, almost made me throw up on the way there. Yeah, that was so terrible. Yeah, we rode the bus last night to the show to downtown Portland. And that was fun. It was an experience. We had the homie yeah. dying out. Oh, next yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was and he smelled, not he out. He was out. And he, and he smelled, yeah. yeah he was, was leaning forward. Night. He was uh-huh. about to go face down yeah. the bus. I was about, like, three times to be, like, go over and, like, are you okay, brother? Yeah, like, do I you know. Need I med- worried, do you need right? medical attention? But he was just... He was somewhere else. Yeah. And he was not medically. Not in a good place. <laughs> but so, yeah, the bus, the bus ride was fun there, but on the way back would not have been. No. So, yeah. So, Blaze, I know you're still introspective, but I've got to ask. What you think, man? I'm just really curious. amazing from start to finish. Um, I always get pretty heavy anxiety whenever I go to a show and it usually like inhibits me from really having a good time and while I like a lot of the music I'm listening to it's just hard to get into it because I just feel so like sensory overload yeah yeah it's actually the yang or the complete opposite 
of what it's like being with you guys. Right, right. Like, it's not, you know, you walk in there and it's like that. And even right now, why I'm so quiet is because, like, it's everything I'm thinking is being said instantaneously. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, what do I got to I'm say? Already, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm already it's saying it. It's a little stimulating, too, though, like, especially on the come down of a night like that. But when I first walked in there, it was just really comfortable. The alarms went off, and some like stranger was like, "I'm gonna get your butt." And I didn't even take it like weird or anything. Oh I was just like, "Ah!" Oh, I ran away. It was just hella funny, like because there's hella funny. I walk really? in, the alarm goes <laughs> off, and I look around. He's like, "I get your butt." <laughs> like, <"What the> <laughs> <laughs> My dude said that to me. Yeah. I'm gonna get your nose. I, I got your nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and it wasn't like. Hostile or weird or anything. Like, you're just playing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like you're all like, family. Like, it was like if an like... uncle came up to you and like, I'm gonna get your butt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, not this <laughs> uncle. <laughs> that uncle's different. When he says it, if your uncle says, I'm yeah. gonna get your butt, I usually run. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fast. <laughs> but the, I, I noticed at the beginning of the show, like, you were having a little bit of a rough time. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. family kind of got around you. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Ryder kind of stood there, and then Alex came and got behind you, and then I was behind you, and you were just kind of <laughs> swaying. Like, what was going on in your head? Well, initially, I didn't feel anything for like a while because, especially when I was back in the seats, because like the, the footing isn't good, like the stairs. Right. Kinda, I even like stepped down and almost fell. Zach was the only person that almost saw it. And I was just like, I, no, I meant to do that. Yeah, but then I think one of you, maybe Ryder, like moved me down to the railing. And I was like, this is the spot. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to be. And I didn't have to worry about anything Mm-mm. like at all. Like everything literally worked out how I hoped it would. And, you know, this guy's like the shepherd, you know, like he told me like <laughs> if things get bad, just focus on the music you get confused and listen so, like, to the I music started, play. Like, at one point i started like feeling a little bit like gaggy and then i had uh, some like mints to take for when that happens but they're in my other uh, jacket i was like i don't really need them if i just focus on the music i'll just go away so i was like yeah. Yeah, let me try that yeah and i was just like listen and it would work it was just like it was exactly what he said what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I, th- that's not mine. That's a lyric from a Grateful Dead song. All right. So that's also, from them, brother. Like, that's <laughs> like in meditation. Like, um, but you channeled it. When you have a focal point, so like you focus on that third eye is what a typical spot is, right? You close your eyes, you focus on the third eye, and it brings you back. If you start to, to wander in your mind, you focus back on that point, and it brings you back. And so the music is a... A, a point of focus, um, a focus and an origin. Like come back to that. That's home. Mm. But being in that, you know, being somebody that's open already all the time, right? It can feel weird, right? And then you find this whole room of people, mm-hmm. 
Especially the people right below us. And Dude, that's why when I moved up to the rail, they were broadcasting like, this is just hardcore. coming straight yeah, up here, like how heat rises. The, like, those people that were dancing on stage right in the back corner by the um, merchant by the table. That was the they best were part the best. of the show. It really was. And the guy with the... Um, the handkerchief on his head. Oh, yeah. With the long he, hair and the handkerchief. Oh, my yes. God. Your Mr. dancing Dude. was... He made me dance harder. When I went down <laughs> and I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. I, at one point... He's I, my everything right I now. walked over to Blaze and, and I was like... Blaze, open your eyes and look down there. And he looks, and I was like, look, man, they're swimming in it. And then I was swimming just like that. Like, what happened? Whoa. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it's, it's cool. your stiffness, too. And he became yeah. the most huggy, the most huggy, loving kid. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry I used the word kid, but the most loving, huggy kid. Dude, you were so cute. The smile on your face, yeah. dude. It was like your face is going to break. Every time you turn around, and you were sweaty and dancing. And you kept so you was like a hummingbird at one point, like going from one person to the next. Like, I need to hug you now and dance with you. It was I need to hug you now like, and dance like, with oh, you. Just so going like that, and like to everyone, it was... It and like he came up during instantly, drums. Like he played drums on my back, like almost all the drums. Oh, man, he was, was playing so cool. drums on that my was back. So I was like, "Let me know amazing. if I'm bugging you." I was like, "No, man, dude, go, go." <laughs> so at, w- at one point during space, I was sitting down next to Mel, and Bla- Mel was in the middle of me and Blaze, and I had my eyes closed, and I feel Blaze moving. Like through space, I could feel it, and he's going for my third eye. I have my eyes closed, and he put his fingers right where my third eye are, and it, it felt like his pointer finger and his thumb. And he was very slowly rotating his fingers, very slowly. And inside my head, he was turning the entire energy of the room from one side to the other like from DJ one side like like but very slow like it's giving me chills talking about it <laughs> and uh and then i felt him start to pull and he was pulling me out towards him and pushing me back and pulling me and pushing me back and twisting and i was like oh my god this kid's fucking amazing holy <laughs> shit like mm-hmm and I have to think about like almost everything I do. I don't have to, but that part of the way habit. I think is it just almost like a contradiction. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Right. And that was something I didn't have to think about at all because I was at like so much comfort and it wasn't like anything. It just flows straight through me in a cycle with the music and the energy and the thoughts. That's it's, talent. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's but energy. I don't know. Yeah, about, you're okay. able to move energy, dude. We were talking felt, about in a way that I have never experienced <laughs> with anybody here. I felt it when he was doing the drums thing yep. on me. I felt like a drum. Well, it's, I have it's to the t- same for me. Going, Let's talk about this because this it's is su- such a cute thing as far as like how the family finds itself. Like um, Blaze, Ryder, and Alex, and Kyle, all of them have this healing gift, but not necessarily know how to use it or is barely getting acknowledging it and so but it's emerging nonetheless it's coming out and so all of them kind of like attracted um into our little nsr family to be brought home to learn how to use it it reminds me of a superhero movie yes. when when the mutants are finding their powers no yes. no, no, no 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 uh me and blaze were talking about this yesterday it's like avatar 
Okay, it's yeah. like, it's like Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. However you want to think he about goes it. Into the Avatar state. But oh he, shit! At the beginning of the show, he like he has to, it has to be like a special thing. Like he has to be stressed out or something has to happen. And by the, by end, the end of the show, he, he can just channel. You're not talking about blue big people in space, blue. Avatar. No, You're talking no, about the, the last Airbender. Yeah, okay, the, last Airbender. Yeah. The, the cartoon. Okay. I recommend everyone watch it. So helping these um, yeah. talented ass people. boys, um, gentlemen, to. To channel this energy, learn how to use it, and then give it back, and then receive it. It's a, it's awesome to have these powerful people around us mm. at this time. Uh, yeah, Blaze. It really I've is. never, I've never felt somebody I able felt to it. able to do <laughs> that particular thing. It was magic, dude. Mm. Like f- no bullshit. <laughs> that was something I've never experienced. I've been around the block. Mm-hmm. That was badass. <laughs> Thanks, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get a lot of people touching your third eye either. Well, I'm just saying. I've been I've been in some weird fucking situations in my life, and I've never had no shit like that. No, 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 not a lot of third eye touchers. Yeah, who who was holding? Who had the crystal? Oh, wow! You would hand me that thing. It was like a battery. It's incredible. This amazing wand-like cathedral quartz crystal was being passed around by the family and being juiced up and loved by the music, by the family, by good energy. And the cathedral quartz is really an amazing, amazing um, ancestor stone. So it was like super appropriate. Like the generations were touching it and feeling it and charging it. And it did give us a nice little energy in that in our space too well, shoot yeah honestly when <laughs> when he handed it to me it felt like my mind just cleared for a minute i don't know like i was coming up pretty fast and things get a little cloudy uh you, you're, you're just it's hard yeah take it all in and then when i held that in my hand for a few minutes it was just weird all of a sudden it the clouds broke the light seemed clearer. Mm. I don't know. I felt like you felt it, it was really strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't tell anyone this, but I, I guess, consecrated the crystal to the house. Oh okay. shit! Yeah. And what? Well, and a few other things for that specific reason. So you're telling me that magic is real? Yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna magic is real, you guys. We're gonna have to work We from just that. broke it out. It's a live from Chaplade House. Uh, magic, magic is, is real. real. <laughs> <laughs> so after the show, I look at Blaze, and we're outside, and I was like, "So what'd you think?" And he looked at me, and he just smiled, and he was like, "You know what I like? I like that I don't even have to say anything." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's like, you already know all of it anyway, and I was like, mm-hmm, yep. I I had the same thing happen, man. It's weird, like being older, and then meeting you guys. I can see it on you before you see it on you. I can see that thing on you that like. The power. It's Just weird. It's weird to be he able to see. saying that about I, you, Yeah, Kyle. Kyle. Like, I was like, like all, ever since I go, that, that guy's a deadhead. He just doesn't know it yet. Like, yeah, was, I see a, it on him. That was a great show. Like, yeah. You told me that after the, the cookie yoga party. Night. Oh, the yoga night. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but, but you told me at the cookie party. And Blaze, too. Like, first time I met Blaze, I was like, oh, shit. I got to get this kid to do a show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, let, let me, let me. 
bring it back around. Because you know how annoyed I get when we keep on breaking up a, a set list. What Sorry. <laughs> we we made it. We've made it. We've made it. We made it three. We made it three songs in in what an hour and a half. Well, that's what that's what it recaps. All right. So here, well, let's start. We'll wrap up the first set. If they don't like it, they'll stop listening. So it was Walking Blues. And then Jackaroo. Jackaro. Jackaro. Oh, <laughs> Jackaro. Hey, man, I can't read. Jackaro, I like Jackaro. Okay, you yeah. take it. My brother. Esau. Esau. <laughs> Stagger Lee. And then Let It Grow into Day Job. Let It Grow into Day Job, Aaron. That fucking Let It Grow. Holy shit, man. I, I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say. Like... Blaze was standing in front of me and Ryder was standing next to me and I just like quietly leaned over to Blaze and I was like, let it grow, Blaze. And I was like, let it grow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was metaphorical. Uh, but yeah. In a really deep But way. not. Like, not <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that's when things started to really like, it felt like everybody was in sync. Yeah. And then they did, then they did a half hour set break. Let everybody Please. congregate and how, talk. That was how weird. It, that was pretty nice. I that was longer than half hour. Do you remember hour. going down was to the yeah? I, I paid attention to those area? things. Yeah, yeah shows. Okay. That dude was playing the violin. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Wait, oh what? Shout so out awesome. to the dude Tamoki. Tamoki. Thank you. We went down there. There's a dude playing the violin out out by the smoking area. And he was like, anyone take any, uh, anyone got any requests? I and asked like, him. Yeah. I said, can we make requests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, look at my amp. Yeah, he, he was had like, plugged in, he had an electric wireless violin plugged into a tiny little amp. And it was covered in like Pokemon stickers and yes. video game stickers. And we were like, ah! And yes. we didn't even actually make a request. No, I, I, I literally, I said. He was I picking said, them up I from said, the ether? Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, anything from Pokemon. Yeah, and yeah. He, he starts playing the. Uh, a medley. Well, a medley, but he starts oh, with that, that music that you turn when you like turn on the, the game and you, you're at the title screen. And it's just it it's super transported me back to when I was six years oh old, like sitting on my that's couch. So funny. So much fun. And then he started cool. playing a whole bunch of other songs and, and a song from Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And, oh, holy crap. I'm it was, getting it. It was so cool. So that happened. Yeah. yeah that wow. was so cool. We, Alex was like, I want to go down and smoke a cigarette. And I was like, no, you don't. He's like, yeah, yeah, I want to go down. I want to go down. I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, like, all right, fine. you're going to see. It's going to suck. I couldn't leave. And we got down there, and there was a line to go outside. I was like, yep, yeah, fuck people that. Were, people uh, were fighting with the one of the heads. With security to go outside. And she was like, she had taken a couple beers from people and was like, all right, all right, nobody gets to go outside now. And everybody was like, blah, blah, blah. And I looked over at Aaron and was like, you were so fucking right, let's go back upstairs, please. <laughs> Told you so. And then we did. And a few minutes later, I was standing up there and it was just kind of like a, like, that's that stink's gone. That stink is is tangibly gone. And I got Ryder and, and, and Blaze and we went down there. And walked right out the door. Yeah. And walked right up to Amanda and Rock. Uh, well, Roxanne was still inside. Just walked right up to Amanda. Mm. Aww. And it was like, and so yeah, we made it to set break. And wait, did, we did Instagram live. No, during, okay, yes, we did. What we did uh, about thirty seconds, and two people watched. So, so shout out to those two people. It <laughs> says, <laughs> All right. Was that during the first set? It was during set break. Oh, it was during set break. Yeah. I only I only remembered like vaguely this morning that it happened and I don't remember what did you do it, Ryder? Was said. I did it. Okay. Um, See, I knew it I did. Basically, like, hey guys, what's going on? Okay. Bye. Right, anyway, 
That happened. I will get better at that. Wow. <laughs> no, he won't. Bunch of fucking flailers. That's not happening. I don't use Instagram. So he was like, here, do this. And I was really high. And I was like, I couldn't do this sober. I don't know what to do. Thankfully, <laughs> I, I will do it next time. <laughs> oh, God. Apple's going to be at the wheel. <laughs> We're in funny. trouble. So, okay. So we had set break. And then we come back to Scarlet Fire. Uh, which Fire on the Mountain is one of my favorite songs yeah, ever. So, such a I was song singing that. I remember oh. Aaron grabbed me and you looked at me and you go sing it to Blaze. And then I went over next to Blaze, grabbed him, and I was singing <laughs> Fire on the Mountain in his ear. And he's fucking looking at me. Fucking, <laughs> I was like, this is one of my favorite songs, man. Listen. So that was awesome. Then we go into playing in the band. <laughs> oh my God. And playing in the band and Uncle John's band. That so was, for for that me was, hearing that, that was my jam. Hearing that for Blaze, yeah, you know, and Kyle, and Alex, and Ryder, <laughs> like hearing that for them was so fucking cool last night. Oh my god! Yeah, that doesn't even begin to cover. Yeah. First days of the hardest days. That's the first song that I ever learned how to play on the guitar. Oh and wow! It was the first Grateful Dead song that ever like. In, that ever impacted my life like the words of it you know made me change the way I lived I didn't even realize it they totally brainwashed me the fuckers yeah. <laughs> fuckers <laughs> wizards they're in your they're head, in your head. That, totally when they started to play it I'm whose head sure is mine was, I'm pretty sure I was crying it was, it was beautiful I'm pretty sure I was crying and I'm not sure but I'm pretty sure so uh, where we, oh okay then they went in and drums drums in space uh yeah they oh, just have yeah. drums listed mm-hmm. here but they did do there was space. a long space they and it was weird there. because it just turned into broadcasting feeling yeah for a while and it, it wasn't like it was just sonic manifestation of what i was thinking mm-hmm. for about 15 minutes and then it slowly started coalescing back into music yeah, and then, well, and then they slid right out of Drums in Space into, do you guys remember? No. Dear Mr. Fantasy. Oh. And it was so groovy and fluid that the whole crowd was just... The whole crowd grooving. was singing along. Dear Mr. Fantasy. That was... Last night was the first show I ever started dancing and literally couldn't stop until the end. Yeah, I don't think No any. way I could stop. So then we go into going down the road feeling bad. That going down the road, I was fucking dancing so hard because I was like, oh, show's almost over. You better get it out now. (laughs) Squeeze the last of the toothpaste out of the tube. They had some great ones here, how they went into. So they go from going down the road feeling bad into good loving. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Stage and then came out and then then they did a tribute to Barlow. Yes. And dedicated satisfaction, which I did not know was his song. Is that his? I don't think it's his. I, I think that's a Rolling Stones song. Yeah, well, I thought that they. Okay, sorry. No, they no, said no. something. Yeah, I don't quite remember. What I thought it they was, said, "Now we're going to play some Tom Barlow." Was that the last song? Like, no, no. no they, 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 they went from satisfaction into "It's All Over Now, Baby Blue." Ah, it's so fucking rad. Boy, it couldn't have been more perfect. The whole thing—it was—it was the show that it was created around was July 1st, 1985. July 1st, 1985 at Merriweather Post. Yep. That's fucking badass. I remember there was a girl right next to us and I heard her several times, you know, they're calling songs and she knew like halfway through she was saying, she knew the date. She had it all right. And they're arguing that like arguing between. And then when he finally said what it was, she turns around and she points at like 
eight of her friends. She's like, ha! Like, I told you so! And they're like, oh, fuck, Damn she it. was right. Fucking. That's fucking cool. I can I can get the, the era, but I can never get, like, what show. But I you got no stats. I'm not a stats guy. <laughs> <laughs> who was? Who were those two... Wonderful ladies sitting next to us. I don't know. Uh, what one of names? them. All I know is they I took our picture. I don't remember their names, picture. but Melody one of them. Yeah. yeah, one of them was a client of mine from when I was working at the spa. Well, I still kind of work there, but um, at the spa, her and her beautiful daughter come in um, for treatments, and um, I didn't recognize her at first, but then after I was like, oh my god, yeah, we clicked. And so her and her friend, which was super cute and groovy, she, she was, had I, she had she, a fanny pack made out of that disco <clears throat> material, but in gold. And she had matching earrings. And I was like, damn, girl. And then she had gold freaking, um, like yeah, goldy leopard type. bell bottoms yeah. with a black shirt and a shiny gold, like, design. She was, the, the she was grooving. Guys, she kept looking over at me and Mel. Me and Mel were dancing together, and she tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, you guys are so beautiful. Well, and you, guys, like, didn't, you guys didn't see it, but during the set, like, right when the set break started, I had sat down right next to you guys, and, uh, you guys were cuddling, and she was picking up what you guys were putting. She was just staring over, like, look at these two fucking people above. Jesus Christ. Oh, it was, I, it was so that? true. <laughs> about them. Well, that's not, that episode's not out yet, either. I know, huh? Show. Yeah. You guys oh. don't realize how many people are staring. At one point, there was, like, there was, like, eight couples, and then a bunch of single people around them at the Phil show. Everybody's just standing there looking at them, and they're like kissing and dancing, and fucking. You guys throw the love out, fucking. Yeah, sure. man. If it's we my job. we got yeah, a little bit extra, so we're gonna just spin it out. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good night. Far out. Oh, we also forgot to mention uh, Alex's magic glasses that got passed around to everyone. Okay. <laughs> they, Mel took a picture. We'll post it. I, yeah. I think that'll be the picture for this episode. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. cute. We gotta take a picture of him like that. He looks like Marty Feldman or like a psychedelic Marty Marty Teresa. Marty Teresa. Take a picture of Marty Teresa over if there. If I ever get a Twitter account, that'll be my handle. Marty Teresa. Marty Teresa. <laughs> I'm Marty Teresa. Get close to him and get do a Marty Teresa show. What? My, what? my lovely little... All right, here we go, guys. Oh picture God. of Alex and and scene. <laughs> All right. I'm on my mark. You're off your mark, Alex. Yeah. First time ever. <laughs> All right. Oh so, wait. Everybody focus for a second. Nope. What? What are we going to do now? An om? We'll, 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 yeah, that too. We got to get going. Okay. Oh, we got to say bye. Okay. I'm sorry. okay. Let's okay. Cut, let's, can we stop this for a minute? No, no, no. no. Oh, we're going to wrap. Okay. We're wrapping okay. it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, we're going to no, we're going to say goodbye to Ian and Lindsay and we're going to Order some food. Oh, there you go. And spend the rest of the day together. Good. Oh yeah. Good. Aww. But let's all hold hands for a second. It did one with their head to the north and one with their head to the south. Never mind. Yeah, and we're gonna do. I know. Otherwise, it polarizes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're gonna. Mel, you gonna do it? No, just let's do it together. Darwin's in the middle of the circle. Darwin's in the middle, and he'll probably whine while we're doing this. We're going to do three ohms for you guys. So, ready? Uh, 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 Oh.
love you guys. We love you. We love you. Be good, be good, be good. So remember, we're doing this together, guys, and we need your help. Want it. And want it. And desire it. And yeah. Can't wait for it. So love y'all. And we'll see you next weekend with another episode. And my God. It's going to be a long, long, crazy, crazy summer. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Stay tuned. Hello, Cyrus. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Yes, welcome everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!